Yo, 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 welcome to Crate 808, the 90s hip-hop podcast that knows if you don't make dollars, it don't make sense, so don't kill game, let the pimping commence. And on that tip, here we are with our Dang. rap nerds, our rap nerd in Newquay, James Midwinter is in the house. How are you doing, James? Not too bad, mate, thanks. Uh, not Good. too bad, how are you? All right, mate. And we've also got our Boom Bap Crusader all the way in Perth. Boom! The name's stuck, look at that. <laughs> we're stuck for a few years i've been saying that name for a while just you know i don't know if you listened ray obviously not but there you go uh, ray yeah. raymond ridge is in the house how you doing ray yeah not too bad how's it going all good all good i'm enjoying the effort that you guys are putting into this background james has got <laughs> rocks which i'm sure is a reference to j-rock all he does oh, is win, win, win. <laughs> <laughs> all he I, does is I, 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 I no, no. Shows. You know, like I was thinking, I've got a really easy uh, least hip hop thing of the last twenty four hours. I'm dog sitting for my parents at the moment, so I'll try and tell you've got my mum's shell collection there. <laughs> Lovely. I'm, I'm in, I'm in there is... like summer house in the garden, and then my dad, classic boomer, he loves World War Two. There's planes. <laughs> so yeah, it's... is that a Spitfire? I think there. Yeah. Is that a... um, yeah. Wow. I, I don't. Uh, no, it's not. It's a. Uh... It's a different know, one. Just, just an, another like part of the military-industrial complex that all boomers <laughs> worship. Um, if it was a Spitfire, it would be pretty relevant because some of my albums. Spitfire. Oh, no, stop! <laughs> stop it! No, stop that is it, exactly Ray. what the albums oh, are I'll, like. I'll see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that is exactly what his albums are like. Uh, okay, I like that, Ray uh, uh, James. I was going to say, yeah, I, I'm enjoying how hip hop can penetrate into these other other spheres. Ray, least hip hop thing you've done last 24 hours? Um, I turned up to work hungover yesterday. And we did a um, did a arrest inquiry, and um, yeah, you knock on a door to see if someone's in that you want to arrest. And then he was there, and let's just let's just say he walked out, and his you know his name is James, and I was just like it, 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 James, and then he was like he was like yeah, and I was like oh, I just couldn't remember anything. You know where like you know Homer's like sinking back into the bush. That was me. And there was the guy that I was with was you know this look of disgust like. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right, James, you're under arrest for blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm just there kind of receding into the background, like just shaking my head like... Classic police. Classic there police. There you go. Yeah, hang on. Too over, busy police. going out there, there spending go. the taxpayers' money on booze and then arresting some unfortunate lad called James. It might it's be another, fortunate, it might be unfortunate. I don't know. But. It's like another reason why Ray is hip-hop's favourite cop because from previous episodes, we've learned that he can't shoot. And like now he also can't remember his Miranda rights either. So <laughs> yes, they'll get off in court later. It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't I love how you're yeah. breaking the system from within. Brilliant. Love exactly. this. Um, maybe James is innocent, you know. Maybe Maybe, maybe he needed, James is maybe he just <laughs> needed a second chance. He needed a break. He's not. He was a burglar. So there you go. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, he took it. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. So well anyway, let's not go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Uh least hip hop thing my end. Oh, I stopped myself going into a Twitter rant, which I think is quite least hip hop because it's quite hip-hop to go to Twitter rants, and it was after I'd watched Malignant, the new horror film. I don't know if anyone's seen this. But I've it's, heard uh, it. I've heard about it. I've heard it's mm. good. Someone I said mean, it was good. 
it's not the film. The film is very inventive and the highs are super high. The script is probably one of the worst scripts I've ever heard to go into such an expensive film. Uh, but it's more James Wan, mate. I don't get the whole James Wan thing. Um, I get sore, but I don't get why jump scares became the... the oh, it's, he's amazing. It just kind of just does jump scares and is very... Oh, anyway, he's an adequate director. I just didn't get the hype. It's what the so masses want. Myself. They want jump scares. They just want to go to the cinema and jump scare. That's all they want. They don't yeah. want any anything else. Yeah, Not but remember when it. Shining came out, and I am old. So when The Shining Never. came out, you were... remember when The Shining came out on VHS? Yeah, because we had a video store uh, next door to us, and I remember going uh, in there and seeing his face and going, "What is that?" And yeah, so yeah, but I mean, you know, I thought horror was better than that. But obviously, Do you know it's what not... my first uh, VHS horror memory is Go. seeing Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, in Blockbusters uh, <laughs> Crown Way, and thinking, "Oh fucking hell, she's hot." What, wow! <laughs> Everyone, yeah. go Google Elvira. I don't even remember this film. I actually want to see it. I, I could have. That could have been a self-report because she could be horrendous. But I think <laughs> <her remember. laughs> Elvira, see. Mistress of the Dark. Hold on. Right. Oh, she looks a bit like like Russell Brand. Yeah, it's not. That's a self-report. Which says so much about you, James. <laughs> yeah, because you love Russell Brand <laughs> and always. You, yeah, I was a big Russell Brand stan. Oh no, she just she had big tits, so we get yeah. off. We... Oh, play. As a kid, yeah. as a kid, oh, right. that's all you yeah. need, isn't it? That's all yeah. you need. Make a note. Make a note. Okay, <laughs> you know, Ray. Ray hasn't moved on from being fifteen, which uh, you know, as we all, as regular listeners probably know. Uh, so, what you... Russell Brand with tits, Ray's in there like Flint, straight in. <laughs> I have a I have a Russell Brand story. I was once he was once right behind me in Sainsbury's in Chalk Farm, and there were some kids absolutely ripping his jeans, and he was on the phone to someone, and at the same time I was like fuck off you little bastards, fuck off like that. As they were ripping him, he couldn't retort. I was in front of me with my tuna sandwich, thinking this is great. I'm enjoying this entertainment. Did you know who he was? Yeah, so this is like two thousand okay. mid two thousand, so he was a big thing then. Anyway. Let's get into the hip hop, man. We're here for the hip hop. The listeners are here for the hip hop. I hope, yeah. uh, not for not least for us. Thing, the last five minutes. Okay. It's what everyone loves about a podcast when they come to it for the hip hop, and then they have to sit through fifteen minutes of inane banter. That's yeah. what I love. Shells, about Spitfires, <laughs> yeah. bad policing. Love it. Sorry, Ray. Not sorry, but true. You said it. Anyway, yes, right. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what we are going to do today, and it's impeccably timed as usual for Crate 808, we're going to do albums <laughs> of the year, mid-year, in, in, in mid-year. It's end of September, but, you know, we haven't got round to it. Lives are busy, but we thought, why not? We've got to check in. It's been, for me, such a ridiculously stacked year for hip-hop. I thought we've got to do it mid-year. So we've all picked five albums. And we would like to hear yours. So crate at gmail.com. Hit us up with your albums of the year so far. We'll give you a shout out. And we're going to go for our fives and just say why we love these records. So our favourite albums of the year. I'm going to go to Raymond Ridge. What is your number five, my friends? Number four, Are we doing them in, in an order? Have they got an order? I think we do I five, four, three, two, one. I don't mind in order, yeah. Yes. But they're so, not, they're oh, not okay. like your favourite. They're just your favourite so far. Just your favourite so far. To be fair, my top three are interchangeable because uh, this morning I was about to change it. So, yes, it's favourite, Ray. Don't worry too much about the ranking. That's end of the year. Album of the year, that's the ranking. So, go. So, wait, my number five or my number Yes, one? number five. Yes, you're number five. My number five. Okay, it's time. You're old, Drew. Um, 
it's just it's a like a really refreshing album to listen to it's because it's 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 like a it's a concept album uh like the the visuals of it or the the cover of the album and you know when you see something i don't no one watches the you know the, the spotify visuals but you know when you glance down to skip and it's like got a weird thing in the background you're like oh it's like time ticking it's quite nice it's quite good <laughs> and then um yeah but yeah just there's some like i don't know your audrey is just solid he's he actually comes up no spoilers, but he actually comes up again on this on one of yeah. our um, albums as well. So he's like um, putting solid effort in 2021. Yeah, what, what are you saying about it? I, I, I'm surprised this is the Nas album you brought. I thought you would have brought a Nas album, <laughs> the, the Kings of Z too. I thought that was the Nas. Oh, sorry, no, your old Drew. Yes, sorry, that's not Nas, is it? It sounds so much like Nas. Man. I love, I love Drew. I do, and um, I personally think you've picked the wrong project because. Uh, I don't. I like this album. I just haven't rewound the album as much as his other one that he's done with. Well, that we'll talk about in a bit. Um, so that's me. I've got some points on some tracks. I mean, so but this one, w- it's got some um, like the the standout tracks for me. Uh, so please listen to my due tape, um, which is just a story about his career and where it's gone. You know, like ups and that downs kind of thing. I and then, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good track in it. And then um, there's uh, Dropout Boogie with, with Doom and um, oof. Doom. Know, which I mean, is weird. A, Can, a, why, why has he just got a Doom freestyle on a track and not him on it? I don't get it. Why is there just a Doom song in the middle of it? It's weird. I think he, I think he was supposed to have collabed with him a while uh. back and he's just been to release it on this. I oh, don't know. Pop your own of... verse on that, mate. Pop your own verse on that track and <laughs> yes, then it's, it's a great it's, track. But I, I, th- I thought the, I thought Doom delivered on it. It's messy I mean, production. It's great, but, yeah. But it's yeah. weird that it's just on the old Drew. Like, he hasn't got a verse on it. I don't get it. Hasn't like, he got a verse at the beginning of that track? Yeah, I thought he's, he got, he's got a verse at the start, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. yeah. Is it on a different beat? I think it might oh, switch yeah, so the beat the, up. The, yeah. yeah, the beat yeah, switches that, up, yeah. Just do it on the same beat and then it sounds <laughs> less like Doom died. It's less and less then confusing for Jambo, okay? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> True. Right, yeah, that's a solid track. And then you're so sick, one move, and Madsen Avenue is the, um, Ooh, I'd say, the standout as well. Most rewindable, that. Madison well, yeah, Avenue is the most rewindable. I have to give a shout out to Lost in, Lost Time though, because Lost Time he said something that stuck out to me, and I just can't stop thinking about it. Where he goes, uh, "LL Cool J was wearing too much deodorant in his MTV Unplugged performance," and I was like, "What? What does that mean? Am I missing a urban legend? Is there some rumor I've missed that LL Cool J wore too much deodorant at his Unplugged set?" But he says it, and I'm like, what does that mean? And he moves on. So it's one of the things that really makes me question. I haven't actually dug into that. So listeners, let me know, did LL Cool J wear too much deodorant? Uh, and, <laughs> what uh, were people saying on set? Like, oh, God, he smells too nice. God, stop hey, it. Hey, Droogs Dr- Dr- took time to put it into his album. So I yes, assume yes. there's something in that. And also, I was listening to So High, and I don't want to be a sample snitch or anything. Horn's amazing. But... um. Maybe it was because I had a bit of a smoke, but that one sounds like it's got a Goonies, like it sounds, it's got Goonies feel to it. I've said this before. There's a tracking Goonies that sticks in my head and it came on in that track has a similar thing. I was like, has he sampled the Goonies here? It's the um, bit in the background that goes, hey, you guys, oh, yeah. in the background, the sample. <laughs> hey, you guys. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. yeah, that's the bit. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, that's the bit yeah. I meant. Totally. Uh, and also one more thing on that album, mate, I did want to put out. There's been a ton of great features this year. Big up Stove God Cooks on Hitler Hitler Wears Hermes 8. He kind of steals that whole thing. But on this, mate, he's got Elzai and Aesop Rock on one out, on one cut. He's got Blue, Mick Jenkins. It, all these, you know, he's really got in on the features are ticking off what I like. So although I like the album, it's one that probably I don't even get in my 10. 
doesn't even get in my top 10 at the end at the middle of the year sorry mate mate your top five are fucking dog shit so we're gonna get there into we go. it but like, that's the rain we wanted you know, that's the rain we God. wanted that's the rain we plug in for yeah uh, I'm, I'm not i'm not you know just it's irrelevant what you're saying okay <laughs> fair enough well well there we go that, that's what we want to know james you are right though sorry bo jackson um yes they've got it's they've got is he's the highlight of that album there's not many <laughs> no, no, I was talking about Hitler Wears on the West Side Gun album that I didn't bring. Stove God on that is even better, but he is also good on Bo Jackson. Uh, James, yeah. number five. What have uh, you got my on, thoughts on Old Drew were I like the fact that he is, you basically get to be, it's like a Nas uh, fantasy project. So this one is, what if Nas just did albums like The Lost Tapes constantly? Yeah. Which I, that's <laughs> yeah. my take on her yeah. time. Uh, my number five, and then he, he's got another version for the one of the albums that I bought, but my number five is Isaiah Rashad, uh, The House is Burning. Don't know the whether either of you to listen to this, but uh, yeah. It's, like, weird I, that th- it's, it's weird that we're, we're allowed to bring R&B albums to the, to the top five. I just <laughs> didn't realise. Yeah, it is a little bit, yeah, it's definitely verging into that. But, yeah. Uh, I've kind of enjoyed it. It's, I've only been listening to it in the last week or so, but there's not... I mean, you guys have hoovered up all the... Well, actually, not you, Ray. Mainly Cam's hoovered up the best <laughs> albums to feature on I was saying, bring which ones ever and we cross over. But if you want to shine some light on other albums, I'm here for that as well. Yeah, I thought I thought I would. And I kind of wanted to... Maybe he hasn't listened to it. Well, it actually, it sounds like he has, but I kind of wanted to force Ray to listen to this. But <laughs> I quite like this as like a sort of amalgamation of different styles. It's like a little bit like... It's a three six mafia mixed with a bit of Kendrick, mixed mm. with yeah, probably a little bit of your Drakes, a touch, mm. just a touch, just yeah. enough, not too bad. Uh, but yeah, there's some good beats on yeah. this. I really enjoyed too from bad. the garden and uh, lay with you. Lay with you is is, is the yeah. moody, fucking moody, but I love yeah, it. Love that. But, but that's the thing about this album for me. First of all, as I Rashad, his first two are inc- especially his second album. Like, that was one of my favourites that year. So I was really looking forward to this, mate. And it's just not stuck to me at all. It's so odd. I've gone in four or five times. And every time it feels like, maybe it's because TDE, I don't know, I've had such high expectations for TDE. When J-Rock drops, it tends to be quite good. Obviously, Kendrick. And then Kendrick's now leaving TDE. And you're like, fuck, it just made, this album, if anything, it just made me think about the future for Isaiah Rashad as an, as an artist. I was like, I wonder if T, what TD are going to be like when Kendrick's gone and then they've got this stable that they reluctantly put work out. They don't even put, they don't like, you know, dilute the market with TDE stuff. So scissor drops and stuff like that. But this drops and it's like, oh, it hasn't moved me enough to go back. I re- Who else is going to carry that flag? And I just keep thinking of that Black Hippie project that could have happened and that could have just, yeah. oh, give me that it's before Kendrick a, uh, leaves. It's not like, yeah, I probably will only be listening to a few tracks off this in a year's mm. time. And really, it is a background banger. It's just when you put on the background, it's quite, yeah. quite a nice mellow feel to it, which in hip-hop is quite a nice sort of change. But yeah, I can yeah. see, to me, it's not like, it's like a seven at best, I'd say, yeah. out of ten album. So, yeah, but, the, yeah. The interesting thing is the hype was still there and he, Rashad still commands that uh, I don't know what it'd be like after this album but fuck it it might be a grower <laughs> man good. yeah it yeah. might be a grower though it might be one of them a year later where I'm like oh actually yeah I do like this album so yeah I really think Laywitch is like great but then like yeah. I've always liked 3-6 Mafia but they're a bit too like oh like too much sometimes so like chilling it out a little bit's a nice vibe for me but yeah, yeah. Ray, what were your thoughts I'm, yeah, I'm intrigued Ray. 
Yeah, you surely enjoyed it. No, I bit. just thought I just thought that it was too um, it's too R and B. There's too much of the you know when the R and B feel comes in. I'm just like oh, it's, I'm, I'm not. This ain't, this ain't what I'm. This ain't not what I'm here for. And then it also has this kind of it's just kind of synth drums. Just not not like sampled like. Mm, boom bat beats I don't want to keep fucking saying it but it's you know it's just kind of that weird kind of tick 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 yeah that's it yeah I'm just like nah it's not doesn't do it for me yeah Ray's never going to change people he's never going to change I think that was that was a fairly that was a fair assessment though I think it is one of those ones where it's you either like it you don't not, yeah, I, I, I could see people not liking it. I could see a lot of kids loving it though, as in like younger people putting it on as they call a vibe, because that's what yeah. the whole album is. Is that uh, there's no massive statement, but also though, you know, that opening trap he comes in and he's rapping like just yeah. so different. I was like, wow, yeah. that is. I it's a weird enjoy. one, isn't it? That and then that theme never comes back again. Yeah, that kind of aggressive. But I love it when someone just wilds out and just goes. Different. I can imagine like, yeah. Kendrick on the remix of that would be amazing. Yes. We do need to talk about his Kendrick ad libs that have been doing going viral and uh, his verse that he dropped on Keem's track and everyone's been talking about it and how it just goes off kilter in the end. I really hope that album does deliver now. Uh, but so. I've, number... I've not listened to it. Apparently it's shit. Uh, the verse. Oh, no, it's Keem, Keem's album. I've heard Keem's. Album. Oh, I've not heard the album. No, I haven't. I haven't. No, I've only heard the Kendrick bit. But um, yes, well, there we go. That one. Mine number five. Uh, I'm repping it right now. Baldy James, Alchemist, Bo Jackson. Just like Ray won't change, I won't change, I don't think. This, honestly, was not even on my list of five. Um, it was going to be Tyler at five. But, <clears throat> honestly, it's just, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about Alchemist. He has, he has an incredible year, to be fair. And we're going to talk about another album that's in my five with Alchemist on it. But there's something about, if Baldy keeps delivering... And his flow keeps changing and Alchemist keeps providing these ridiculous sonic landscapes for him. It just happens to be so rewindable to me. So double hockey sticks, lads know I love a beat switch. I love a beat switch. So when MF Doom on, on Yod went that way, I was like, oh, cool. Like, you know, you, you kind of get in that different variety and it's a bit more dynamic. Double hockey sticks might be the beat switch of the year. There's so, it's so fucking good. And again, one of the best opening tracks of the year with that as well. But I think if we're going into Such highlights... Ridic- ridiculous, massive, gr- sweeping statements about one of the most boring albums of the year. It's just boring. <laughs> it is boring. Okay, right. Boring. Can I ask you this? Brick Mile to Montana. In what way is that boring? Because <laughs> that, Benny, is unreal. Like, Benny, again, has proved his credentials no, yeah, year Benny, over year. Benny, I got, I'm bringing one of Benny's albums, spoiler alert. But, yeah, um, I know. Yeah, yeah. But, but him on bring, out. Benny brings it, brings fire, but your, your, but that's the strength on the, from your album has to be you. It can't be your guests. No, well, tell... Tell DJ Khaled that, mate. You can't say that. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Like, it, well, Woo albums. Another one that comes out, but it's coming right <laughs> up. <laughs> but Woo albums, you know, were stolen by Ghost or Meth or Deck, and they weren't a Deck album. What I'm saying is, I think an album is just as a as a piece. I'm not saying it's all on Brickmar, but that is one of the bangers of the year and one of the posse cuts of the year. People hit us up, create at gmail.com for posse cuts of the year. But there's been a few I've heard that have been really good, but that one was just fucking stellar. Steel Wool is a track where it's, I don't know how Al does it, but 
He'll play a tr and I'll play the track, Steel Wool. Oh, that sounds interesting. Sounds quite different. And then it'll come on again, again, again. And it's just the imagery of being, what's he say? I can't remember the lyrics, but it's like, I'm cut from a different cloth, which is Steel Wool. And it's like, that. that is um, just a different way of looking at be that same old thing, I'm cut from a different cloth. That must be one of the most used like lines ever. But saying it's steel wool, he's cut off, was just like, again, so different to me. And then photographic memories. Well, he used memories. to clean sinks, isn't it? He used to clean sinks. Steel, isn't steel wool that stuff that you use to clean your sink? It's like a... Like oh, a see, I did not know that. Oh, what, like the little scrub things? Yeah, isn't that ah. steel wool? It's so like, for the drugs, getting rid of the drugs on the... Yeah, I'll get you, Baldy. I see where you're going. But we're talking about light features. Earl, not comatose, which is great. Photographic memories. Earl, actually awake, which is great. Rock. I like that track. That was a good track. Mate, Rock Marcy says something brilliant where he says, uh, broke generational curses with my, cur with my cursive. I was like, fuck, what a line. What a line. Broke generational curses with my cursive. Man, Rock just brings these little diamonds. Speed Trap, another one. Baldy's flow on that is unreal. Um, he talks, the story, again, storytelling is unbelievable. And then uh, Illegal Search and Seizure. He has a Double Dragon reference, lads. And I don't know if anybody remembers Double Dragon. Does yeah. anybody remember Double Dragon? Yeah, I used to love Double Dragon. Double Dragon, right? The reason that Illegal Good Search and Seizure. scrolling beats him up. It, it is, right? That... That, when I was a kid, all Sikh people will know this. I used to have a guddi, right? So you basically, all Sikh kids, they have like a little, uh, uh, keep their hair long. And I got my first ever haircut and I was so excited as a kid. I was running around, right, Cam, you're going to go get your haircut. First time ever. You're like six, seven years old. What do you want? And I remember looking around my room and seeing the Double Dragon video, <laughs> video game and going, that that's what i want and i remember going to the thing and taking the video game and going i'd like a haircut like that please so if anybody out there has it he didn't get it he just gave me a short back and sides but i remember what? as a kid he didn't give you the proper double dragon haircut because i think the double dragon haircut if i look at it now it would never have suited me and i thought he looked past it and went bless him it's his first haircut i'll just give him a normal one because you know he's not going to go around beating up bad guys with a bandana uh so yeah, yeah. But barbers barbers probably look at you know just Kids like that say, so, "Oh yeah, what do you want? Yeah, yeah, fucking dickhead. All right, just do, do whatever. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Take so, Next. so on a personal level, this album was delivered as well. And Turpentine, that's another track that I was just like, I know you call it boring, Ray. For me, it's so it's, sonically it, advanced from other things that I don't get. I just don't get it. I just don't get that oh anywhere else. God. That's for me. Oh that's God. personally how I feel. So, no, what good. do you boys think, Bo Jackson? Let's go, James. Well, let uh, well, I can... Sorry, again, you say I, slept I feel... through it. <laughs> That's you, right? <Ray. laughs> I'm going to be... I, I'm sort of in the middle of you two. I, I've only listened through it like uh, one and a half times and I found it a little dull, I'm going to say. Yeah. Wow. I thought there were some great bits on it and I think it's one that will grow on me, but I don't feel like I've heard... Like Boldy's album with... Um, I, I didn't really enjoy it. The, uh, Real bad not the, what No, not the one with... We did it as a... You said it was the radio head. Oh, Main Drum at Nichols with the... Yeah, um, I didn't, didn't enjoy that that much. Um, no. His I other one with Alchemist was really good. I enjoyed that. And then this one is Price a level John. below that. I always just feel like I'm a bit sceptical of Alchemist because there's no way you can keep the quality up with the amount he's putting out. And he has interesting beats. 
But mm. like a lot of these would definitely never see the light of day until the rapper's dead. And then they'd be, oh, here's this track you no did. We'll bring it out later. But yeah, these days, the meta is to like it. flood the market with everything you've got. Oh, we've done this track. Any good? Yeah, it's all right. Stick it on the next album. Fine. Bang. Shit. Like, that's well, what it feels a bit like, this one. I was on an end of year debate last year and I was trying to fend for Baldy and people were saying similar things about Baldy. It's interesting. I, for me, it just hits home. Uh, there's something about the delivery just absolutely hits home. I like Baldy. I like him. And I do like him. And he did, I don't know whether it's on this album. It all blends into one another. But he <coughs> does, he does, I heard a track the other day uh, on the Crater 808 Bangers where he's doing like a double time flow. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is different. A little yeah. bit different than your usual flow, Baldy, because he does sound the same a lot. Well, if, if you listen, on this album yeah. I would say this is one of the albums where he flexes that more where I was like wow like, yeah. okay yeah. fair and enough you only heard it it must have been on this album yeah like, if you yeah, only heard it first. once or once and a half then yeah fair enough I only heard it once I'd, and I didn't go back to it for about a week two weeks and I went back to it then I just couldn't yeah. stop playing it so it was one of them for me and like I said it wasn't even in the five and then bang I think then... there's a few albums in this list that I might be a little bit like this on but then by the end of the year I've come round to I think mm. So well, we'll, 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 revisit, we'll revisit at the end of the we'll year. See. So, Ray, like, uh, like, apart from his shit, and, anything else? And, um, no, I mean, you know, like I think Boldy, Boldy James can bring it and um, Detroit River Rock, which is obviously ridiculous. That's, that's, that's an incredible track. Like mm. he's, he's, he's got the ability to do these um, like deep moving tracks. But mm. I just I just found this album just kind of just boring, you know. Maybe one thing though, actually, there you know the deep moving. I didn't have an emotional connection to this like I had to mm. Price of Tea or Main Trumpet Nichols. There was a real emotional connection there. This yeah. one maybe and not find, so much. So yeah, I just find I'm 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 not seeing. I don't understand why everyone's like, oh, Alchemist, oh, Alchemist. These beats just all sound unfinished. I'm just nah, I'm not. Oh, I'm not man. moved by it. We talked about the abstract art thing before, haven't we? We've talked about this before. So I, I understand this is where we're coming from, but Ray, well, we're going to go somewhere else be, right now. Yeah. Oh, are you going to my next album? Yeah, your number four. My number four is, again, we haven't done these in any particular fucking order, so no, I'm going to Well, I've got it down one. as number four. No, I'm gonna, what one have you got for number four? Uh, it's um, it's a G-G-G-G-G-G-Unit. Oh, um, yeah, and Lloyd Banks. I knew Lloyd I was Banks, missing something from this album. I was like, that's that's what it was missing. Just hearing that over it. <laughs> oh, man, what a fucking album. The Course of the Inevitable, isn't it, Ray? Yeah, Course of the Inevitable. Um, you got to get over the fact that it sounds like he's recorded it on a <laughs> yes, Nokia yeah. 3210 in the shower for some yeah. reason. It just I don't know what he's done. Why Why has he done that? Can he not afford a fucking microphone? What is it? Grimy, mate. It's, it's like Jambo on this podcast, isn't he? Just fucking <laughs> just never I've got better sound work. quality in my mum and dad's summer house than he does for his fucking album. Yeah, exactly. So, but you so you put that to one side and you kind of mm. just accept it, and then um, yeah, there's I mean there, there's there's three tracks on this: the Death by Design, Crown, and Course of the Inevitable. The title track I've just had them on. I've had them on repeat, mm. and um, yeah, it's just uh, and you know he's just reliable. He's, he just rhymes like the way he's supposed to, kind of thing. It's just, it's good. It's it's Solid. one of the most satisfying. <laughs> hip-hop listens of 2021 and it is a massive album like it's massive like again the people i've not doing even finished this. it i've not even finished the album <laughs> well to be fair it does trail off a little bit but i i just want to say my piece on that is lloyd's voice everyone always talks about anyway but it's so nice to hear someone who's not been around for so long come in and just consistently bring it on every track where i'm like oh wow he's killed that one killed that one killed that one and i slept on lloyd back in the day because of the g unit thing i didn't know 
his skills were this good. It's so satisfying. I was like, falsified propane, early exit. It's really what what it's it, maybe he's that good. He makes it sound so simple, but effective. I'm like, wow, it just doesn't come that easy to people. So sidewalks is another one and break me down. All these tracks I had written down where I was like, wow, he is such a dope spitter. Now, what do you do? What does Lloyd do now? Like he's done this album, massive project and not just spitting for spitting. There's actual substance of stuff he says. And you're like, wow, like it's got personal. It's got a little bit political. He's, you know, he's bringing it. And now I was like, wow, what does he do next? And then I was listening to it the other day and I heard um, Death by Design on there. I'm not sure if you've heard that back again, Ray, but it's slightly weird. It's such a slightly oh, yeah. weird production. And I was like, you know what? If Lloyd took that and just did like an 8, 10, 12 track of that kind of production, I'd love to see where he goes. I'd love that. Look at, look at, we just talked about Baldy. Look at what he's done in the last five, six years doing that. It's so much more expansive. I'd just like to see if Lloyd Banks could do that. His next chapter of his career be so different to, to G-Unit. So that's where I was with it, yeah. What about mm. you, James? Um, yeah, I've like from what I've heard of it so far. This is like my I, I've been going through all your albums this week, and this is the one that I haven't quite finished. As you said, it's a very long album. But mm. Lloyd Banks, I just always picture him covered in lint because he's so in the pocket of the beat. It's unbelievable <laughs> at all times. That's good. <laughs> yeah, That's good. Like yeah. That? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Well, no. Quote graphic. Gonna put that I, quote graphic. I, he's like one of the notes that I made about Ray's choices of albums was. <clears throat> that Ray likes to get people who will pay Griselda to go on their albums, but then you won't hear them on Griselda's albums. And that's where, and and like the one thing about Lloyd Banks is that he actually could go really, he's such a good rapper that he, you could hear him on a Griselda project. He'd just sound amazing over any beat basically. Uh, And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing off. This is a little bit like when I first saw it, I was like, Lloyd Banks? And I was like, I did like him, but he never really had that many good beats that he was on back in the day, G Unit shit. And then this is like that exhibit mixtape you bought to Album of the Year once, Ray, where I feel like I, I might really come round to this. Crooked Eye. Uh, Crooked Eye. Uh, oh, yeah, it was Crooked Eye. Yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, Crooked Eye. Because it's yeah. got the exhibit bit on the front, that's why I got a bit confused. Yeah, yeah. Big up but Crooked yeah. Eye coming on the podcast, by the way. I love an exhibit. That mixtape being brought in where he's yeah, I'd, love to, I'd love to hear exhibit back actually yeah, yeah i've not heard him in a long time why not bring him back this is the thing rappers like lloyd who maybe we've just forgotten about are actually fucking great you're like wow i forgot why you were this great so just I for that i don't understand how lloyd banks is at four with this and then there's an album for later on down up, up I, I don't, list don't where there's one he's it's bought, which is like, just... It's honestly like going to a friend who likes to eat at really nice restaurants like Nobu and stuff like that. And then you're like, oh, he, he, he knows food. And then later on, you just see him munching on crayons in the background. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? There's, I, think, I think what it is for Ray, like a bit of us, recency bias might be in there. But I also think you can't rank for shit. Like, you just, what are you doing? Like, why is this... <laughs> like, Lloyd Bank is... Either way, we're going to go into that five. There's one on there where I was yeah. like, I just don't get it. But James... Your fourth, which was a surprise to me. I'd not heard it. Uh, bring it out, man. What you got? Uh, Jazz Spastics. Not, not a PC name for a, no. for a group. <laughs> yeah. not, not at all. <laughs> not what you'd expect me to bring. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, their, 
their album Camera of Sounds, I wasn't even going to include this for a little while. And then like, I was just like, there will be better albums than this. Mm. But then it's just really great. It's just a lovely, like, it's got, you know, when people try and do nine, early 90s production, because this is mm. late 80s, early 90s production. Yeah. But there's something missing. You can kind of tell it's new. Whereas this could have just come out then. It just sounds so rich and the samples are so nice. Mm. And like they're, this relates to other projects that we're going to talk about. They're all samples that I haven't really heard before. Like, and like it all just sound, but it sounds like it could have come out in the nineties. And there's like yeah. fairly competent like rappers on it. There's no one that you'd be like. I mean, maybe Cool Keith's like someone that you'd be sort of excited to hear. Yeah, you got Bobito on there just it. saying his shit. Yeah, Bebito it's just a his. nice album. Like it's a, just a fun, lovely album to put on while you're cooking dinner. Do you know what? Know. I was going to say, this is, I don't know what, extracurricular albums. You know when you're doing something and then you have yeah. something at the same time? That This album is great for that. It really yeah. is. I'm not that, you know, it's not deep or anything. I just I, That's how I've been listening to this album. And the Bobito Garcia being on there gave it that stamp where I was like, I don't even know who these guys are. Wow, I want to dig more, which is always good. And then two, the jazz loops are always going to get me. And I was like, yeah, this is like 90s, but fresh and it's good. Yeah. And I think there's a guy called We Be Foolish on Rock the Block. Now, that, yeah. those bars stuck out to me. So there are there are those yeah. moments, definitely. Uh, Ray, and another one, Next House Party, Party People, is actually probably one of the best House Party tracks I've heard. I was like, fuck, that should go on the next House Party. That's the great. The first verse is quite good for getting you in the mood for a House Party, isn't it? It kind of sets the scene quite well. Yeah. yeah. Problem is, I'm 41, and I'm never having a house party unless it's got kids involved now, am I? Let's be honest. So, <laughs> so, Ray, what did you think? What did you think to him? This is a fucking incredible album. This is, this is, yeah. for, this is like, this is running in, in the running for album of the year. So it's amazing. There's no skips. Every single, yeah, no. like, like mm. not all of them have people, you know, there's, they're, they're just beats. There's some, some of them are just got, there's got no one rapping on them. Mm. So maybe it'll be out of the running for that on a technicality. No, Who knows? Beat tape, but it's, so but Donuts just, isn't yeah. one of the best albums ever, you idiot. Yeah, it's not no, it's not, because it's not got someone it? rapping on it. Do you want to go there? <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, I do want to go there. Time. We haven't got time to <laughs> yeah, go into that. That's a ridiculous argument that it can't be... Okay, Sound beats. Ancestors like, is in mind. Jay, so. Dillard's, Jay Dillard's beats with someone rapping incredible over them, running, etc. They're made way better than they are just with no one on them. They're, they're like this naked potential of like, oh, fuck, this could be no. so much. So we can't much, do this now. We don't do, have time. Don't ruin we don't it with have time. Okay, let's not go into donuts. We've got a whole Patreon. We can this do album, live chats about this. But go on, the Jazz, Bas- yes. the Jazz Basics album is fucking incredible. It's really good. I recommend anyone check it out. And plus, um, it's uh, if you give and the vibe of most of the albums that most of the other albums that well all, all the cams albums um it's really upbeat and happy and like it's it's like a a good vibe kind of thing you know mm. i'm and sorry but i've got really writes. i can't I've got, believe it i've got two really happy albums what a, what a moron this guy is unbelievable all right, let's go to one albums. of your happy albums now then okay so uh, no but camera of sound good yeah, shout so everyone go check that by car happy yeah. album. <laughs> it's called a martyr's so reward. come on let's be honest <laughs> uh, right a martyr's reward is death here's an happy album for you mate number four for me navy blue navy's reprise how is peach cobbler not happy oh how is light not happy how's ritual not happy it's not These, a happy he's, album he's, though, he's not say. happy oh he, he on any well, no. of the tracks no 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 no, no, fucking... no i don't i don't agree with that he does actually talk about the same stuff he always talks about but there's a turning of a corner i feel with this the fact that the whole album is more um 
I don't want to use the word accessible, but unfortunately that's what I can only go to. But it is a lot more it is a lot more accessible for most navy blue heads who've heard, as we talked about Song of Sage, it is technically 2021, but we could also count it in 2022. That is more emotionally like ridden. Whereas this, it's like someone's just thought, I'm just gonna go for the most airy, like the production itself, it's so cohesive over the whole album where I was like, yeah, I felt like, I don't know, it felt like it felt like growth from a guy who isn't just doing what he did for the last two projects. It feels like now he's enjoying himself. It feels like now he's in fucking... I wish he could all, express it in, the, in, in his recording, but anyway, carry on. <laughs> well, are you talking about his delivery? Because I don't think his delivery is ever going to change. That's like saying Earl makes just sad music. Earl doesn't just make sad music, but... His voice can completely, I can see that. But Navy Blue, I don't see that at all on this. And first of all, in the ritual, the thing that got me first was ritual. And the fact he's wearing a Ronaldo intertop, I said this to you before. I was like, what the fuck? He's wearing a Ronaldo intertop and he's talking about Carlos Tevez, which then, by the way, mailbag is coming. We've had a lot of people talking about football references in rap. That will be brought this out in the Patreon. This is what you've wanted for so long. It's Me and so Ray have much. been trying to hold back yeah. the flow of football and hip hop. We've been trying our best to stop it happening. But it's happening. It's happening. It's and the people love it. I've got some great ones. Uh, so I, would say, got, go on. I would say that in terms of jamming in a football reference, that Navy Blue is just slightly behind you and how badly he does it. No just way. Just slightly behind. No I way, I love football. I'm in in the other album. I'm in the middle of the city like Vardy. Oh, fuck off. Okay, and well, like, that, that's a bit different. Yeah. And then the, the Carlos Tevis re- reference on this album, don't like it. Like, I, you know, I bought Adria in. I was like, that was mm. my album of the year for 2019. Mm. God, I feel like I can see why this is going to get him more pop, like making more popular and stuff. I just feel like the production's lacking on this and the football references. I, you know, I've got nothing wrong. It's a good football reference, but his are along the lines of like, they're not quite as bad as kick, kick it like Pele. That you know, how every nineties rapper used to say that. <laughs> that but like, he's sort fuck. of, I don't know. He's just annoying. Stop bringing the football references in. Just well, he only has can... two. I think the whole album is a little bit more than just football references. In case someone's not heard it, it's not a football not album. <laughs> it's just no, but like Peach Cobbler. He's talking about his childhood, it's but good. on a it's track. It's a good album. I yeah, like it. It's, it's one good. of the bangers of that. He's, he's, gone back, he's gone backwards to me from his, from his, from Adria in. It annoy, it's annoying me that, like, he's made it. He's just pumping it out now. Just make a one brilliant album. Stop doing the Griselda thing of doing three I don't, albums. Uh, well, I can't. I think artists nowadays, they're kind of hamstrung by a lot of that. But also, they have avenues to be so much more creative. And if you're feeling creative and you don't, and you want to just keep expressing yourself, I find that's absolutely fine nowadays if you're still doing it on a level that's good. Uh, personally, I thought this is a good an album, as good as an album there's been this year that hence is in my five. This was number one for a long, long time. And I think like his, his personal stuff is now just shrouded in this music. That's more freer. It's just freer. And like, <laughs> there, there was a Dawson's Creek reference in there as well, wasn't there one time I remember, but that yeah, was quite good. He says, I yeah. fucking, he says that what well, it made me laugh, but it was like, these white kids suck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These white kids suck. Chuck them in Dawson's Creek, uh, toss them in the Creek or something. Yeah. Um, but like what I loved about it is that marriage though. I've, a growth of an artist. You're saying he's gone backwards. I think he's gone forwards. You can't keep making Ada R in. You can't keep making Song of Sage where, Just do it as Ray three says, three more times at least, three more Ada R's, and then start <laughs> no, but, doing. But Ray, Ray has references. said kind of my argument there, which is like 
it was always that tone of being a bit down or not down, but more introspective and a little bit more. You have to be in that headspace. This yeah. album, you don't need that at all. This album, you can play my whole life, petty cash. As I said, peach cobbler is one of my albums, the bangers of the year. These tracks can come on constantly. And I don't feel like I need to be in that headspace. To me, that was a bit more like, fuck, he's growing into an artist, which again, and he talked about someone else who's, who's coming up in my top three, where I was like, the gr- I love it when someone grows and goes to a place where you're like, fuck, I can actually see if you do more of this five years time, every fucker's going to be talking about you, man. I think I so. might come around to this album a bit more, but like the beat, he, he made all, I don't know, I need to check what the production's like, uh, production credits are, because he made all of the beats on the first album, but this just doesn't, it this feels has got like Craven, less, no, no, sorry, not that's less not rich. It doesn't sound as rich as the first album, but maybe I'll come around to it. He's possibly. got evidence on here. He's got, um, oh fuck. I'm, he's got, he's got player haze. I remember that's another one that's on yeah, here. So if he's outsourcing uh, it, that's why it doesn't sound quite as rich as the first one. Timberwolves. That's why it sounds sweet, different. Yeah. Timberwolves and Sweet Eleven are the standout tracks on it. They're actually yeah. all right. I can, I can tell. Yeah. Right I love Timberwolves. And then, Peach Cobbler's yeah. good as well. I do quite like Peach it. Peach Cobbler's amazing. Light. The beat's just a bit irritating wow. I just, high, find, li- I just find lyrically range. he's not interesting there's no like oh god did you hear him go these fucking bars on here it's like well it's not bars is it it's just I, I understand where you're I understand where you're uh... I can understand that but it's like not what you come you don't come to uh, navy blue for sort of yeah you're right you don't. And... but I, uh, the weird thing is I do it's the same as another guy I'm going to talk about which I don't that is I weird bet, you are I right. bet that Ray ain't going to like ri- that rhyming at all I find there's two schools Ray loves the Bing, bang, bang, bang. Like, I'm going to hit every the fucking, you know. Rapidly, rapping and rapping. Yeah, yeah. He likes that. Yeah, but yeah. The, the stuff yeah, that's yeah. actually it's it's more intricately, infinitely more interesting rap he hates. <laughs> so, but there you go. It's not uh, interesting. So, it's, so, it's just fucking mind-numbingly boring. Okay, no, well, we're well, going to go Jesus, to that, right? Well, you, wait, you've wait got one on here that we're going to go to Jesus Christ. We're going to go to another one here, Ray. So, so Ray, number three for you. because it's the polar opposite of all yours. Yeah, I know. <laughs> number three really for me. hungry all of a sudden right, right it's fine we're all friends let's go come on this is our yeah, favourite we'll albums see. we'll fucking see well um, number three right. we're going to be friends on aren't we number three aren't we going to be friends on this I'm glad you brought this because it was on my list oh you're making assumptions I think oh well, actually you probably would have brought either of those um, I'll go for which is it all no, the brilliant put, things Sky you've Zoo ri- you've written you, what? Not, you've oh, written they're not in you've, any fuck. They're not yes, in any is. fucking order. Okay. The Ray, number Ray, one is the one that you both are going to hate. But, okay. um, oh, Ray, my God. Ray, you're okay. put, oh, really? You're so put I, that thought, at the top. I thought he was going to go with uh, the one. Okay, it's gone, right? So, okay. So, number three is uh, I need to write this down, mate, because I need the rankings for the uh, Instagram images. So, your number three I'll, I'll do it. is now Sky Zoo. Okay, I'll right. Put, I'll put it in. It's fine. Okay. Your number three is now Sky Zoo. Let's go. You say put them in order. Fuck, it's disorganized to the. Anyway, all the brilliant things, Sky Zoo. Just because it's it's Sky Zoo being Sky Zoo, you know, it's just, it's that. So, that just that New York vibe, the boom bat beats, and Mm. their. um, um, It's it's, it's like happy, it's happy, upbeat music as well, isn't it? So, free jewelry, a tour of the neighborhood, rich rhetoric, culture ish, mm. bed styles burning. Um, it's just put a smile on your face music and it's, you know... It's, Mate, uh, it's so sad. This album's so sad. What are you talking about? Like, there is... The, the production is, but what he's talking about and what his neighbourhood's gone through is fucking sad. And you're like, that's not happy to me. I don't know. But, but the vibe of the music is what I'm talking about. Yeah. He reinvigorates to, I'm, that. I'm talking... That, yeah. Because I, obviously I've listened to this on the background of listening to your selections as well. And mm. um, it's like the, the like the vibe of... 
I don't want to turn it in competition because obviously these people aren't fucking competing. It's ir- irrelevant. But um, just the vibe of those, um, you know, uh, I can't remember your fucking albums now, um, like Bo Jackson and Navy's Reprise and mm. the other three that we're going to go into. You know, they're not, I don't, I, that's part of the confusion for you, for, for me, for you selecting those albums is that I, I don't know what, what the purpose of, I don't know when you listen to it. I don't know what you get from it. I don't know when. Yeah, I would it's just say really that like, of- that you can tell with Sky Zoo, I think I agree with the sentiment of that because Sky Zoo, you can tell he's got a mission with his album. He's trying yeah, to say something. He always does. Whereas with a lot of like, with Bo Jackson, it's just tracks. Mm. It just feels like you yeah. just throw a load of yeah. tracks together. I, I would completely agree with that. Bo Jackson is more of a art project. I'm just putting some stuff together. Bang. There's no like, it's a lot of drug tales. You know all that stuff. You're right. Sky Zoo every time attacks every project with a theme, with a concept almost, with heart mm. and soul. Bang. And that's why I fucking love Sky Zoo all the time. And all the brilliant things is that, again, it's one of the saddest things I've heard from him in a long time, whereas his other ones were celebrations of and the Fatherhood EP that he brought out about fathers. Again, I was like, this is great. This, for me, I think the biggest thing I got away from me production-wise on all the brilliant things is the fact that, you know how hard, like, you know you're talking there about the uh, camera of sound, right? And it makes 90s tracks and uh, 90s jazz loops and samples you may not have heard. As I have heard so much '90s uh, for the pod, yeah. um, that could easily get lost. Camera of sound. I feel like I've heard that a lot. I have recently, either with Paul Righteous Teachers or, or like there, there is so much. Like there's so many uh, acts out there that might not have got the love in the '90s, but I can hear where Camera of Sound comes from. What I love about all the brilliant things is he'll do that. And he'll reinvigorate it and repackage it on Rich Rhetoric, Bodega Flowers, uh, something to believe in. And when he does it, it makes it new, but he keeps them very recognisable samples and themes. Uh, I, and- couldn't, I, I couldn't be more different to that, mate, because I really like this album, but I get annoyed by the reuse of the samples in it. Like Nautilus really? by Bob James. I don't, that, I, I, I've heard that sample so many times that I'm just like, I don't want to, it's just like a mixtape. But the way he uses it, I thought, was quite interesting. It wasn't like, he wasn't leaning on it. Like, he he ain't, like, using Nauticalist and going, right, that's it. I'm going to kill it over this. It's almost like a a reprise in it where he's, like, a nod to, like, the nostalgia of it. It it was too much of a a nod. It needed just a little bit, uh, and, like, but... He does it quite a lot, I suppose. There's, like, three or four tracks. But that's what you go to. That's what you go to Skyzy for, the nostalgia. That's what it is. Yeah, and that's his whole vibe, isn't it? It's the same as mm. um, I know you don't don't feel like this, but um, Navy is all about nostalgia. Nostalgia, yeah, recently. yeah, he is definitely. So his his nostalgia so is more personal, whereas Sky Zeus is personal, but also thematic. As in, like he's also about the city. This is talking yeah, about a city yeah, exactly. as a character, yeah. whereas Navy is so much more about how I grew up and my you know and Carl like being fucking told what's he saying in his album something about like you know uh, i only got i got taught two lessons either by the belt or the bullet and you're like fuck like that that is sad but i thought there's one track on both uh, on all the brilliant things which i cannot fucking stop playing it's culture-ish mate that there's a line on there which says exactly everything sky zoo's about where he's like i used to buy art my friends used to buy dope and I was like, what, that stuck to me, where I was like, I know more about you now, because they're still your friends, but you were just so differently inclined. And the depth he goes, and we always talk, but let's not shine over the skill, the technical ability. One of the most consistent rappers 
I think ever. Like we can't, mm. I know you've talked about this before, James, where you're not that much of a fan of that, but we talk about Sky Zoo and it's very easy just to brush over it. But man, the way he fucking puts his rhymes together. Just also, like, yeah. also the culture-ish, it's got that um, trumpet in the background. Oh. It's like, it, that's, that's an, it's an amazing beat. It's, Being that's, nostalgic for stuff you've yeah. never been to. I fucking love yeah. that. I've got, yeah, that's, that's, just that's, like, that's, that's, that's a good way that's of what the whole album is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, brilliant. And and you know what? One more thing on Sky Zoo. We talk about the themes. What Money Taught Us was one where I was like, fuck, man, he's tackling the biggest fucking themes at times as well. And he's just going in and he doesn't... You know, when you talk about like money such a big theme and the evils of money and what it teaches you is a lesson. He doesn't even make it any more like less complex. It's still fucking really complex when he's going through it and you're rewinding every line and you're like, that's art. That's art, man. So yeah, big up, man. Now, I thought um, I had Sky Zoo down as your number one. And I was like, fucking watch out. But number three, that's all good. James? Sky Zoo, it's, Sky Zoo is definitely, an up, it's like you take Lloyd Banks' ability to stay in the pocket and then you add all the personal shit on top and you've got Sky Zoo. And then... I guess the next one along, I can imagine your next album is not really an upgrade, but similar style. And then you go really downhill for your number. <laughs> I can't. Well, we'll go into I just that. Wanna, I just want to prep for it. Just each, as we're going through each <laughs> yeah, person, I'm so point. with Ray with some of these rappers. And then I just don't know how the crayons rapper, like <laughs> eating crayons, crayons just rapper. getting a nice mouthful of Karen dash. <laughs> Fucking hell. No well, spoilers. We're, we're going to do. <laughs> no spoilers. I think he spoiled it, mate. Uh, number three for you, James. Uh, big fan of this. So uh, both uh, so of you yeah, are ticking my boxes. Let's go. Again, another old Droog album. This time in, in your fantasy Nas career. Imagine if Nas and Cormega did albums together. Because the God <laughs> Fahim sounds exactly like Cormega yeah. to me. He can't rap as well as Cormega. Oh, I love uh, it, and he's I definitely like way worse than old Drew, but he kind of fits in nicely on this. And it's uh, the Yod Fahim, which is basically an album about like basketball references, which I fucking loved. That, mm. Like all the album way artwork of the year. Yeah, yeah, it's a brilliant. Like, I, it's weirdly good, isn't it? It's, I, it's I kind bad. Of keep looking at it, but then you keep looking at it. And you're like, that is a great album. Bo Jackson, by the way, is another album cover I want on a tee. It just fucking looks beautiful. It's but... quite a cool album. I oh, what like, was that other one that Alchemist dropped with Earl when it had? Um, is it? Oh, what was that fucking? He had an EP where it was art on the front, and that looked like I was like, shit, that could be on a tee as well. But yeah, no, sorry, Yod Fahim, absolutely. Ray, what are you saying to Yod Fahim? Um, in my notes, it says, finally feels like a hip hop podcast again. <laughs> it's ama- yeah, it's, it's amazing. They're, they're both got yeah. lyrics. There's some, some of them, they go back to back and, uh, the Charles Barkley, Mailman oh. and Lost Mar were the standout tracks for me. They're just, um, yeah, this, yeah, this album's ridiculous. I, I, I it, it, I, I missed it when it came out. I think it's better than time personally. Yeah, yeah, I've- yeah. So, I mean, I, you know, I changed my selection already too many times <laughs> but this is the thing it came out before time and not enough people i thought went in because yeah, well, from it. my from it. my thing where i was like fuck like i shop entrees that was top of the crate 808 bangers list for months because i was like this track is just unreal i fucking right, love that track switch in the middle oh the and you know i love a beat switch mate but you said there mailman the hypnotic keys on that brilliant rain man the guitar riff on Rain Man, there's one on Carl's album uh, that is a brilliant guitar riff, but this guitar riff is right up there. And um, there was a, 
another guitar on there, WNBA. Is that another track on this album? Yeah, I think yeah it that's is. A great. That's a really yeah. nice little, to actually do a commercial song for the ladies, but it's actually good. Good, but yeah. actually good. And Droog is, but they're both consistent. And we talk about consistency, but Droog, I, I, what I love right now is there's people who are just fucking delivering. Like when they drop an album, you kind of know Droog. Even with time, if I don't, if it didn't like stick to me, I didn't listen to it that much. It, his rhyming still amazing and he's like he's still bringing it and um one for the listeners i know it's really took off our uh flute and xylophone hip-hop uh, uh playlist that we're going to do for patreon so create away at gmail.com with your favorite shouts for flute and xylophone hip-hop and bert simpson on this has some fucking beautiful flutes on there mate so that'll probably go on that playlist as well there you go i so love that i love ticking... the beautiful flute melodies on it's gone come over the mention of faramonch in well that's could be godlike form that's slam dunk the, contest. the headline of this yeah, what a verse from Faramonch. How good is it to hear him on a feature like that? How good yeah. is it? it reminds you of just being like, fuck, Pharaoh is, yeah. Slam Dunk Contest. A, yeah, there's only a couple of songs on this album where I'd be like, yeah, not as keen. The rest of it is just wall-to-wall banger. Yeah, Questions, because yeah. that's Questions, is actually got, again, the album cover's got substance to it. It's not just about basketball. It's got other things in there. Questions is that, and also... Disney World, the way fucking Droog is going off on Disney World, these are the moments where you think this is an album I'll keep going back to. Like, because each track has something a bit more different. So I'm very much here for that. And look at us all here. We're all agreeing. It's like the poor Rudd gift. I can't believe I bought two albums that everyone likes. This is very rare. No, I like. I always like your five, mate. Yeah, you YL. do, but, not, but oh, Ray yeah, but Ray, yeah. Ray's yeah, growing Ray. incrementally. I got, Ray's growing I got, I got incrementally. I'm going to this more. Like, <laughs> even, like, this is, uh, it's a real minor thing, but it's something just, I find really satisfying is that your old Droog, the God for him, the Yod for him, you, your yeah. old just just yeah, the, yeah, him, just yeah. the little things, just to to, yeah. to be to be called that a combination of both their names. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in. I won't fucking believe in it. Yeah, no, it. absolutely. Yeah, Dick. and again, uh, again, people who haven't heard these. I know, like, like Ray, you might have missed it. These things keep coming and coming. You sometimes just miss these projects, like. um uh, Rock Marciano dropped another one recently where I was like, fuck, I haven't heard this in a while. Like, again, so yeah, I, I, I'm very much here for shining the light on these albums. Rock um, Marciano records albums like he records podcasts, doesn't he? <laughs> Just constantly banging yeah. them out. And do you know what? Fucking still brings something in every one of them for me. But either way, he's a fucking legend. Goat. He's a he's a goat. He could be in the goat conversation. I remember, I remember on a podcast ages ago where you were like one of the most influential artists yeah, of the, since the, the 2000s and I was uh, since, yeah that was it since Jay-Z and I was like what and then and then I obviously didn't really like follow any I was like the guy from Flip Mode Squad <laughs> yeah, yeah, my mind. <laughs> that was the first time I'd heard of him I was like what yeah. he's, he's back and he's yeah. brilliant and he's brilliant, and yeah. yeah Marsberg, fucking, he's very yeah, good. just unreal. But again, leans into my number three here because a a, a a son of Rock Marciano. This now, as I said, all, these three I've got are all very interchangeable. And this morning, this is going to be my number one album of the year so far. I'm going to keep it at three so I can keep the structure. But number three, Mac Homie, pray for Heishi. Heishi, Heishi, Heishi. Pray for Haiti. Right, fucking hell. Haiti, Haiti, Haiti. <laughs> pray for Haiti, yeah. mate. Pray for what? Pray for pronunciation. Pray for pronunciation. <laughs> there we go. Pray for pronunciation. My spin-off album, mate. Pray for Haiti. Right, fucking hell. Matt Comey. Where do I fucking start? Uh, first of all, production is. 
pretty much when you can get and this is Westside Gun being the fucking guy you go to who's just going to curate your your fucking album and go, yeah, actually, these are the people you should be on. And I know they had a falling out. I know he was on Griselda. I know he's come back. And this enigma of a man, which um, if you listen to his like $200, $300 records, it's hard access. He doesn't put his stuff on genius he doesn't like it's not readily available it starts streaming three or four years later so i completely understand where people's um uh experience of matt Homme might be very splintered but for me going back i'm hearing this right he's got nicholas craven on here he's got uh, who's big up nicholas craven conductor williams is fucking amazing messiah music big up dj green lantern sadhu gold these Denny LaFlair, all these people are doing bits in the underground scene to see them put it together, right? And hear stuff like, well, 26 Letter, right? 26 Letter, where I was like, what the fuck is Mac on? Where he's now rhyming with the confidence of someone like Jay Z. He has been for a while, but he can now just fucking go in there and just spit shit where I'm like, fuck, how are you? Like, I genuinely don't understand how you're this good. And you singing? He's fucking singing on there. I'm like, he can't even sing, really. But Bob Dylan can't sing, so you're like, fuck, I it still that. sounds good. I yeah, enjoyed that. I thought it was still good. sounds good. Yeah. And um, one thing that I thought really stood out to me, listening to this album over and over and over again, is he has thought through it as a full-on body of work where the Creole skit in there as well. And he's like, yeah, you know, the terminology is hard to decipher, already kind of summing up all the issues he might have. It doesn't matter to him. He has a massive following. But for people who can't get into it, he says stuff like, uh, in the age of instant gratification, the only commodity is to have patience. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. Like, today, that's actually fucking true. He's got these bars like that where there's another one on 26 Letter where he says, Matt Comey is an icon, end quote. This gonna be the year I got my Python trench coat. And I was like, fuck, yes, the imagery... And, that looked awful, mate. That looked terrible. And all like I can think of was DMX and his <laughs> python around him. And I thought of DMX we lost this year. I was like, oh, no. But a python trench coat. But yeah, yeah, you're right. But also, I West mean, Side Guns ad libs. People would think I was going to shoot up a school. You two might be able to get away <laughs> True. But his mask on there, he's got his fucking uh, West Side Gun. When's the last time your feet had sand on a motherfucker? And you're like, I don't know. And I want more, fit, more, more sand on my feet, West Side. You're right. Uh, there's more rhymes on here than I can really go into in a five minutes, but it's crazy what you can do with old polo in Ebonics. It's such a fallback to the 90s where I was like, yeah, fuck, that's that shit I used to love. And it's just charisma, mate. And it's like, it's... I can't think of anyone I can even relate him to because he's Save so it, charismatic. Mate. Save it for the end of the year. Just just keep... You've, there's a lot in this album. There's there is, there is. What do you, what do you guys lot. think? Um... I really enjoyed it. It's, mm. I think this is one that's going to really grow on me. I think there's, it's got, a, like you were saying, a lot of depth. Uh, the beats. But West Side Gun's the, the sort of standout of the Griselda crew, isn't he, really? If it wasn't for Griselda, like, wasn't for West Side Gun, Griselda wouldn't have the sort of credibility in terms of artistic output that they do. It's like, his A&R, isn't it? It's his yeah, way of putting things together. He knows yeah. all the right people to put on. His, his, his ear for a beat is great. I know Ray won't like him, but to me, the beats are just interesting. They're mm. not just a boom bap. 
God, yeah. nothing, nothing's better than interesting beats. God, no, not it's interesting. Head not ability. <laughs> Head not ability. Like when you hear, they're enjoyable. Don't you sweat. Don't you dare. You dare fucking use that word. Don't you fucking <laughs> dare use that word. Penrail. That's another fucking cut where you're like shit. Ten boxes, blockchain, no blood, no sweat. All these things don't just make me go. Mm, that's interesting. They make me go. Fuck. What was that? What's that line he says? Oh word. When he fucking come on. This is also what Biggie would say when he says, "Oh word, your rap's braggadocious. Put your thirty-eight in your mouth. Go ahead, spit your magnus magnum opus." I'm like, "Fuck that! That could be on who shot you." Like that's a Biggie line right there. It, this is the stuff with Mac that I feel like his eliteness just rises through, and he probably. This year, is he the best rapper out this year? Just for that, fucking probably. Maybe. He's got nah, he's because got, subject subject matter wise is boring. It's it's samey. It's every track is kind of the same. Yeah, it's all samey. It's all mm. like going on about how he's strapped. Like, all right, fucking get the point. What are you got to rap about anything else? I dare you. I fucking dare. He does. You. He does. He raps it's about hard, his, no. his where he comes from, his his life, and also his fucking yeah, country. Uh, how shit know, it is. Just, yeah, I don't know. I I, I just. Oh, hold on. You, you were just I saying moved, he just... I wasn't. I wasn't he, moved, but I wasn't moved by it. It wasn't like like my. my it's yet yeah, finally there's some rhyming in your in your selection. So obviously he obviously he he brings some bars, but um, just the, the, like there was none of them. I was like with um, like all of my selections. I'm like, look, even with like even with Lloyd Banks, there's there's some, there's some of the tracks that are like yeah, I'm probably not going to listen to it again. But there's a few that I'm like fuck. These are these are highlights. These are highlights. I'm, I'm bringing I'm bringing them out into my you know list, listen to all the time playlist kind of bangers. Play, what the fuck? Whatever you want to call it. And mm. um. Yeah, I just I couldn't find one of those tracks on here. I'm like, yeah, all right, yes. Yeah, I mean, he's got some rhymes, yeah, yeah. And the, but there's no track where I'm like, this is the track. Do you know what I mean? I'm I'm skipping through, letter, I looking might be for, the one looking that you for, gone for, looking for the track, and it doesn't. It's not there. That's for so me. fascinating. Yeah, because when I look at it now, <laughs> and I think like, there's too many of those where he goes like, Mackerel Jackson goes so odd and fucking wilding out where he says something, even his rhyming is wilding out on that, where he's like, next take you might hear me sliding on flamenco or calypso, maybe I should tiptoe. And you're like, fuck, like that, that is like so many different things come into it. And his singing and his like, um, what is it? Stella, is it Stella Ray Theory where he starts singing? And that is, even though he can't maybe sing, the melody is infectious and it just reminded me of most deaf. It was like, that's what most deaf used to do. And then he's sampling like taxi driver at the end of tracks. And you're like, there's so many things, there's so much range. And if you go to something like Au Revoir, right at the back of the album, it makes you think he's got influences. Like Au Revoir reminds me of Player Hater with Biggie and, Biggie and Puffy. But better, Can- but actually well sung. Yeah, but an actual, yeah. it's almost like he's heard Player Hater and gone, God, imagine if that was good and just made a song out of that and you're like wow like the influences are completely there and i fucking find him so fascinating as an artist like everything he does so and the artwork is unbelievable the beat selections are interesting as i said earlier and enjoyable to listen to and like Mm. different they all have a different feel to them it feels eclectic but sort of also cohesive and like as guru said quite sort of self-aware it is 90 percent about the voice with a rapper yeah guru his bars were never that good Mac Homie's bars are pretty good and his voice is great. He just sounds awesome yeah. on these. Yeah, so, I, I yeah. think he's one of the best rappers going, man. Uh, Conway, obviously, as well as another one up there with that voice thing, I have to say. Uh, but yeah, no, okay, cool. So there's, there's, there you go, number three. Uh, James, number three for you, my friend. Uh, no, you've done number three. Number, I've done number three. Um, it's 
next number it's Ray, two. and then it's me. Raymond Ridge, number three. What have you got, my man? Number two. Number two. Number two. What have you got, my man? Number two mm-hmm. is, I think everyone's going to enjoy this one, is the plugs I met to, Benny the Butcher. Should be your number and one, but yeah. It's, I mean, it's quite short. I almost want to put on um, Parix Picasso as well. They call it a double album. And then, can you imagine? That's it. That's that's, that's album, Se- album Put 73 year, Camino. Done. Just 73 Camino, mate. That fucking track. Oh, go on. Yeah, plug yeah. on it too. Basically, it, like I say, how I've been putting, how, I mean, how, how I've been really doing this is the, tr- the tracks that I keep going back to and I put on a playlist and like I'm always putting on repeat fucking when tony met sosa and um yeah uh yeah live by it as well like these mm. tunes and to use the fucking phrase that i use they do change the way you walk they come on and you're like this is this shit yeah this is the this is fuck you music it's um yeah it's just <laughs> aren't they aren't they aren't they they're just it, yeah, it's, 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 it's music ridiculous. when you think a genre has run dry like gangster soundtrack samples you think that's yeah. dry now, innit? it? It's been fifty years of using this shit, and then he just he comes with. And the thing is, like Harry even the, Fraud, the just fucking Harry the, Fraud. Yeah, totally. The the the, I mean, the album it is the vibe of when when Tony met Sosa. It, 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 the, yeah. the whole um the whole like it, even the music would be at home in in fucking Scarface as well. It's like yeah, mm. I'm just um it this it surprised me, and plus like as well um. Like Benny's rhyming so reliably, he's always he's always like rhymes um, the last two words. It's always the last two words. The, the, he the, loves, the way he, he does it, it the, yeah. the, the way the, and the way he does it. And there's a little part of me that's like, oh, it's kind of predictable, but it's like so good though. Really fucking, really fucking satisfying. If you're good at well. it, like, if you're good at it though, yeah. But this is what you were saying earlier. You were saying there about Mac, and you say Mac dare you to rhyme about something different. It, and clearly he does, but obviously you, you might not have yeah, heard so, all those things. Yeah, to be honest, he, 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 he might have. Yeah, he might have, but I just, I'd, you know, I, I, I wasn't inspired to listen to the album too much because so I was a bit like, oh, fucking hell. Yeah, but, but it's but, the same yeah, but, thing you could have said about Benny. Yeah, yeah, back totally. In the day. Yeah, totally. I, I, I put my hands up to it. Yeah, yeah, Benny, it's not like he has a, a massive range of deep thought kind of thing. It's just, you know, <laughs> but, drug dealing and gangsterism. But I like it. I don't know. But, I don't, but, it's, 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 it's a different thing. It's, it's, weird, it's a weird, it's a, the thing, I guess, you know. It's because it's not, they don't take themselves too seriously. Benny the Butcher makes, I remember he had a line where he's like, I spent more, this is an old line, but I spent more on the baggies than they did on the yayo. Like mm. that kind of silliness. Like imagine spending more on plastic bags than drugs <laughs> yeah, than they yeah. did on their own drugs. Because <laughs> he like cut that, that shit up of, so much. He is so, he selling so much drugs, he had to buy more, spend more on plastic bags than they did on drugs. That yeah. kind of thing is funny. Whereas Matt Comey's a little bit more taking himself quite seriously and like, I can see why, yeah, Benny's a more entertaining listen. Like, yeah, I mean, sure. I, can, I can sort of, I can, yeah, I can sort of it's see that. It's a better was... album. Pray for Hate is a much better album than this, but, th- but, but this is like just an enjoyable short also. Mm. This is in the James it's Midwinter. Short. Came out like, early. Yeah. To so get, you've had to get time to really if rinse you, it. If you, have a small, if you have a small album, I'm going to give you higher scores because yeah, yeah. I ain't got time to be yeah. w- w- listening to 22 tracks. And you brought, brought out two small albums and had fucking beats on it as well. Yeah, yeah I know. There you go. The, I just, I just, the thing with Benny as well, I, I always imagine um, like people at, people at a, at a barbecue, like cooking just vegetables 
And then, like, when he's cooking the vegetables, he's like, the butcher coming. <laughs> the butcher like, coming. Right. Is, he co- is, is he coming? Because we've got, we got vegetables I, at the moment. I would it's say that meat, it's, a meat, it's a meat on this bar. Oh, <laughs> butcher never gets there, though, does he? He's always know, saying, but he says it through his teeth. Okay, he says it through his teeth. Butcher coming. He says it through his teeth. Yeah, I you. fucking love it. Uh, but I was going to say, there is a shout here, and let's not gloss over Harry Ford. Harry Ford fucking bringing it again consistency. We all talked about the glass 2.0 record with Mayhem, Mayhem Lorraine last but, year, and that was fucking unbelievable. What a legend. And this is the same. This is the same shit. He just knows how to bring the shit. And I would say Benny might be having such a swagger with his rap now. He's so comfortable in his rap now that longevity, uh, no instructions, which might be one of my favourite Benny bangers. <laughs> no instructions is so fucking good. Um but it's, you know, we're saying there, talk about something different. He does have that emotion to it. And Plug Talk and Live By It were another ones where I was like, actually, it's fucking deep. It is actually get deep. Um, but I feel like someone like Ransom definitely talks about all that other different shit, like political shit, cultural shit, his people, all that stuff. Uh, Benny doesn't as much, but there's a there's a weird amalgamation of the two kind of goes in my head and I, I love both of them and yeah I fucking yeah I really enjoy the plugs I met too I know it was getting a bit of hate for being boring at the beginning of the year I was like fuck you man and because it came out so early I rinsed it so much more until all the flood of other shit came out so yeah there you go I enjoy the Harry Fraud yeah. beats on this way more than last year when Benny and Conway were trying to do 95 Jay-Z type albums that had like the, the sort of production was a bit more hit boyish, where it was a little mm. bit, you know, that period where Jay Z yeah, yeah. was hot between uh, his first album and the Puff Daddy era, and it was kind of like, yeah, yeah in yeah. my lifetime. They, they were both doing in my lifetime type albums, and I was just a bit like, mm, I'm not into Do you know, this as much. you say the that samples much prefer them over a nice sort of drawn out sample like these. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I was thinking this year. If there's anything missing, and I can't, we can't be fucking, you know, uh, too selfish because we've had so much good music. But I was like, fuck, you know what? This is the one year where I thought Conway might just fucking go over the top, um, and he's kind of reined it in. And, and he's had a few albums that have come out, and they've been good. But yeah, I've been like, wow, like it, I didn't, I'm surprised he hasn't got a uh, uh, the plugs I met too. Are like, any of these yet. ever? None of these are ever gonna go. Over the top, are they? Like they're not. They're just. Oh, oh wait a minute. Oh, be... I didn't mean commercial. I just meant like. Yeah. Oh, you're now making music because it was so interesting how he ended uh, his his 2020, where you were like, oh, I wonder what the next thing's going to be. Is he going to do even more expansive stuff? And he hasn't as yet, but, but uh, it's mid year. They, they can only or, ever talk yeah. about drugs. That's it. No, oh, no, it Conway. Bring, so I've said far. this before. Conway brings out other stuff as well. I have yeah. heard. Gunfights gun as well. He does do gunfights, you're right. <laughs> and police yeah. brutality. And his dad. And his mom. Yeah, all this. True. He does bring all that. Conway does seem to have a bit more pain oh, than like, he, the others. I think yeah. he, as we've talked before, I think he's a lot more troubled individual as well. Um, so, uh, James, number two for you then, mate. What is your number two, mate? What is my number two? My number two is, if I, just based off a name for a, like a sort of artist, Old Burger Beats. Yeah. Wouldn't be one that I'd pick, but uh, Old Burger Beats and Vuyo, uh, who's a South African rapper, and I think he's a Danish um, uh, producer, right. Old Burger Beats is. Uh, so it's a bit of uh, Africa meets Europe kind of amalgamation. Interesting. Uh, the album's called Dialogue. Uh, and again, it's really lovely sort of samples with just some fairly decent like rapping over the top of it and a rapper who isn't just talking about drugs isn't american is coming from a different angle so i kind of enjoyed that 
Mm. Uh, so yeah, I, this is my like second most listened to album of the year. I reckon Jazz Spastics probably might trump this uh, mm. going forward. But uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's just such a gentle, enjoyable uh, sort of summery feeling album based around gorgeous, rich, light loops. Mm. And another Ronaldo who, reference on Maharsha Ali. So yeah, it's, be- it's a better. <laughs> it, it feels more. It doesn't feel as like you can't. You can't be all serious and sort of poetic and then suddenly throw in a Carlos Tevez reference. You've got to be a bit and, more And he also has a Rick, is... Ricky Gervais reference. And I love, I, yeah, I, I yeah. was very intrigued to and know Seinfeld. who these guys were. Seinfeld and Seinfeld, yeah. yeah. Yeah, It's an album I was intrigued to know more about. What about you, Ray? What do you think? To oh, it's a wicked album. Yeah, no, I'm, I loved it. I mean, the, it's really, it's really basic rhyming. Can't but believe it's, it. It's, 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 James it, that, the rhyming is is really really basic, and I don't think he mentions guns or or drugs once, which is like, mm. you know, it's kind of a shock given the um, the other selections we've. We'll we've find had, but, out uh, later when he goes to jail for life that he's one of the biggest drug dealers <laughs> in hip hop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was yeah. smart. He yeah. was smart. Yeah. He never put it on wax. Yeah, yeah exactly. Never, never exactly. mentioned it, but there's a lot of there's a lot of interludes. There is yeah. a lot of interludes, but um, yeah, yeah, it's. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a thoroughly enjoyable. Um, it's a quality album. Yeah, like, yeah. The, look, I've put, I put lovely beats. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're I call lo- it a lovely album. It's a lovely album. Yeah, it is, it is a lovely, lovely album. There's a gentle, it, yeah. lovely album. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, th- I think there's a, a, a an unerring amount of love for Jay Diller on this album. When you, when you hear like Timeless, We Made It, Schengen Visa, all these tracks I've noted down. Vent, great opening verse there on Vent. Um, these were the things where I was like, oh yeah, like they, they fucking love Dilla and they've just put him into their work and made it their own now, which is, I think is a great thing to do. Um, I think Brothers was a track that stuck out to me because it was actually quite personable and really personal. And I, as a brother, I was like, oh, that really meant, yeah, it was quite nice to listen to something like that. And one of my favourite relationships in films is a brother relationship or a father-son, as you guys probably know. So yeah, there you go. I, I love that. And um Although one thing, the Alan Valet interlude, you said there's a lot of interludes, that needs to actually be fucking wrapped on. That that one needs to be wrapped on, though. As in, that's fucking brilliant and way too brief uh, to be just put like that. But um, yeah, I good, like some of the project. poetry on the interludes as well. That little brother, you know, that mm. one where she, it's the, the little brothers over and over again. Yeah, in, yeah. In like that. I really enjoyed that. It's just a lovely album. It reminds me a little bit of uh, Reflection Eternal. Talib yes. and DJ High Tech, the sort of pa- pairing of a producer and a rapper, and like there's the African influence in in that album as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Nice shout, nice shout, it's James. Not got any, it's not got like they're not going to be t- rapping about yayo and guns and stuff. Yeah, we like don't that, need that exactly. Yeah. I, I like the fact it's it's outside the pocket of what we've usually bringing as well. So that's always good. Um, mm. So my number two uh, again was number one at the beginning of the year, and then blah blah changes. Uh, Arm and Hammer, Haram. Uh, I know we've uh, talked about this a bit, b- bit before on the uh, podcast. Uh, it's really very hard to talk about Armand Hammer's music and really know what you're saying. It's very um, hard to explain, I would say. And it's easy to use the same old cliches, which they were on the podcast and we did talk about it. And, and you know, it's just one of them difficult things to talk about. But Haram, for me, has lasted just the test of time, I think. As in, you know, it came out really early. Uh two fucking supersonic creative forces. Like, I know you might not like Al and you may not like Bully Woods or Elucid and what they do, but what you can't say is they don't do the same shit everyone does. So they've 
in their own spheres are just like so creative the fact that they combined with the hype was fucking real and i just thought it really delivered to the point now where i'm listening to this now i'm thinking really interesting what comes after this not for those guys those guys might do their own thing but does it actually affect other younger artists coming up because this is quite different to earl this is quite different to other stuff it's much more emotive um it's much more based in the roots of where they come from and they take it and just fucking go into some spaceship where you're like, do you know what? In 2030, I wonder what effect this album will have for me. I don't know. I don't know. But the themes, it seems like they're endless, like colonialism, slavery, fucking uh, gentrification, uh, and not just those themes, but also things about growing up in very religious households and not being religious. One of the best fucking love songs or heart-wrenching songs stone fruit where you're like fuck i've never heard rappers talk about love in such a devastating way um so although it has all those things and the devastation the fucking i think there's moments in it where i'm like fuck falling out of the sky is just fucking beautiful you can play falling out of the sky That's such a good song it's yeah. just beautiful and you said sad or whatever. I don't think that's sad. I think that's so uplifting. And then it c- c- brings you crashing back down to earth with some of the fucking bars. Curly Castro, big up, man. And I know you've been on the pod, but Curly Castro's bar is still probably my favourite line where he says, fuck puff, survivor's remorse should keep him fucked up. And I'm like, fuck, like that line brings it home about the whole biggie thing, about where Puffy's gone since. And I was like, there's so many moments on this album and there are moments. I, I won't say, like, I got it on vinyl and you can play it front to back, but there's moments that just fucking shine through where I'm like, shit, yeah, like, it's like a, and I hate to be that cliche, but it is a bit like a puzzle and it is a bit more like, um, what's he saying now? I think it's Chicharones where Wood says, uh, uh, your crew's fragile like the Caucasus as the Balkans is. It's one end who's nice. The rest is sausages. And you know, <laughs> wow. He ran out of words there. I, I, I fucking I, love that. He ran out of words. I was like, does that make sense? <laughs> but, but then look at the fucking deep, mm. complex questioning of the same shit that we all fucking get conditioned to. And again, I know we, we talked about it before, but Quelle, Chris, we, I know we love him on this pod and he hasn't maybe brought as much out this year, but the fact he brought out, um, we let BLM become our new FUBU is so, such an interesting line where I was like, fuck, like you could decipher that line for ages, BLM becoming our new FUBU. And you're like, there's these moments in it that just always, uh, yeah, just keep delivering for me, man. And what was it? Oh, fuck yeah sir benny miles like the bars on that what the fucking um ain't no saving us ain't no slaving us you're gonna need a bigger boat uh here's some more rope and you're like shit but you keep giving them more rope there's so much it's just very complex and it's not it's not life it's not one dimensional it's not just about one thing life is very complicated and they try to sum it up in their stuff about having vengeance on his dad from the seventh grade and uh, and then they'll put in fucking the alan iverson speech thing where he's like practice you're talking about practice and you're like shit like i know ted lasso did that this year but fuck me like there's these moments where you're just like yeah like um can we talk about ted lasso at some point we absolutely can now if you want to, mate. <laughs> I don't get it. I do get it, but I don't get it. I oh, keep, it's good. Watched, it just feels... I've watched, the whole first, I've watched the whole first season and I felt really good, but I was also like, that was shit at the same time. And I can't quite work out whether it's good or shit. It's the, um, you know, the pendulum of it. life, right? Where you go, pendulum of life. So politics goes left, then eventually goes right, then goes left, then goes middle. It's like the toxicness of social 
just social networking went that way. And I feel like the toxicity of the last five years in general media, I think the people who made Ted Lasso were like, fuck that, let's swing the pendulum all the way back to a guy who's so nice, yeah. you want to fucking hate him, but you can't hate him because he's so fucking nice. And I think that's what I think. That's I just kept I watching it. I was like, that was crap, but I need to find I'll out what happens. Next, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I finished the season now and I was like, I don't know whether I'm going to start the next one, but I probably will because I want to find out whether Jamie Tart goes back to <laughs> Jamie Tart. My practice, don't my practice, yeah. it. and it reminded me of Arm and Hammer. So there you go. There's a Ted Lasso Arm and Hammer uh, 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 crossover. Uh, Arm <laughs> right? and Hammer are weird because they're like this album. It's like a Darren Ar- Aronofsky film where I'm like, I got through it, and I was like, that was fucking quality. Do you want to listen to it again? I'm not sure I do. I want to listen to <laughs> Falling Out the Sky again. Yeah, Stone Fruit possibly, but I'm not oh, sure it's one I do. Oh, do you know what? You know what? We're going to have a barbecue. Why don't you just throw on some arm and hammer? No yeah, one's doing I mean, that. Not, I don't yeah. think it's for that. No, I don't but think it's, it's great. For that. It was like an indie film that, like, I was really glad I watched, but I'm not sure that I'm going to listen to it that many times again. We'll see. I'll probably, I probably will like listen to it again, but it's not one I'm going to be throwing on in the mix regularly. I, I think, think one I'm thing not, that's changed I'm my listening. Watching, I'm not watching the in, indie film. I'm not listening to Arm and Hammer again. Um, I found the rhyming was rare and optional. Uh, if it sounds like like a guy reading poetry aggressively, and <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like, matter. Yeah. Just you, do you know what I mean? I just I don't. I, it's very serious, I, isn't it? It's very yeah, it serious. is. It's just very serious. And I just felt like it, it, you know, it took a deep breath, like okay, and I'd try and like I'm like oh, I just I'm not interested. I'm just not you know, and I don't know. Again, like, I thought you comes, liked Billy Woods. Comes, I remember you liking. Bit, his albums before remember the was it last year when the, what's the one with the oh, I can't remember I can't a couple remember. of years ago there was the, a he had the album. house uh, yeah the house the, on the front oh, and Ray really liked it fucking what an album that yeah, might no, be yeah that, that was yeah that was interesting it was just this I just I just I don't know I don't know what it is about it and plus Alchemist Beats again I'm just like these all sound unfinished like, mate why, why, fucking why, why hell where Alchemist any, goes with this why don't you finish any of your beats what's Put going on over the top of it I, I think yeah, this is literally do that Let's say the boom bag. Don't remix. ever ruin Alchemist like that. The thing about Alchemist, I'm going to go see him at Jazz Cafe as well. So I'm interested to see what he plays out of uh, this stuff. But like, it's so. Just more unfinished stuff. Listen to all this stuff. Drums? Nah, fuck off. It, it so makes me think of when we were kids in the 90s. Like, where did this abstractness come from? And I was like, oh, yeah, actually, in our group, we never talked about abstract hip hop that much. And now, as I, as I got older, MF Doom was something we never really talked about. He was really abstract at one point. And the same thing with um, a lot of West Coast. That far side might have been the only thing that's so odd that we might have talked about, but that had that Diller push to it. I think um, stuff like Arm & Hammer, where you're like, fuck, uh, it just, it's either going to stick with you or not, right? And I think if you're a fan, they're probably got one of the best runs going. I reckon if you were ever going to give Arm & Hammer a chance, there's, there's projects in the past that are probably more akin to your liking, Ray. But again, you probably won't give them a chance. But it's one of them things, isn't it? It's just one of them acts that some people get, some you people don't. You've got 24 so. hours in a day and I've got to sleep We do, like we do. Hours. We do only have four, 24 hours in a day. And on that front, uh, Raymond Ridge, what is your... Oh, no, yeah, Raymond Ridge. Let's go to you, actually, for your number one, and then we'll do mine and Jumbo's after this. Raymond Ridge, your number one, mate. What do you keep going back to this year? What is the one you keep going back to? to I say keep... Look, the ones I keep going back to are the plugs I met too, because it's been out for a while, and I'm just... I keep... Obviously, mm-hmm. those are the ones. But 
I only found <laughs> I only found this album last week and I had to throw it on the throw it on the list because straight to number one, one. <laughs> straight, recency bias is and real num- right now <laughs> <laughs> number one I don't I don't this give is a shit thought out move yeah I don't really. give a shit so go on break it down and what is it what is it Hitman for Hire V2 Jojo Pellegrino it is fucking ridiculous it's full it's so sick the beats are um, proper um, just proper boom bap just fucking make your head head nodability it's maximum head nodability in this fucking fucking album it's just ridiculous Um, so the the standout tracks uh, let me know Flojo I know I know there's so so much in this that I know Jambo is gonna was fucking cringing listening to it you gotta Flojo you gotta Flojo you gotta (laughs) Flojo but it's so fucking it's so um I don't know. It's kind of cheeky. Like he's he's obviously a bit. There's gangsterism all across it, but um, like and he makes some obvious references. To he's re- he's really kind of um, referring back to um, just '90s rappers. He keeps making references to to Puff and Biggie and just various different people across the album. But he has got a slight. His rhyming style is like. It's like a cheap big pun. It's like a cheap big pun kind of thing. Like, how fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? How fucking dare you? You got to listen to it. I've listened twice, mate, and there's no big pun in there. Terminology. (laughs) Terminology is a cheap big pun. Yes. This guy is yeah, no, sure. you can't even put a <laughs> No, this, this is oh, for, this I feel is... sorry for every other fucking rapper you've put on this list and they're below this. And I, you know who I feel sorry for most, mate, is the one I fucking made loads of notes on RJ Payne, Leatherface 3. He had Leatherface 3 in his Which top is awful. five. That was awful as well. Mate, at least with yeah, RJ Payne. At least not, with RJ there's Payne, no... there's character. There's a little there's well, better rhyming. Better rhyming than this than this album so on Leatherface so 3. It. It was, when, it when you come back to you just go. I keep talking till fucking cam shuts up. All right, carry on then. Uh, then um, basically, um, R.J. Payne. And look, I know I, I literally said before about some when you were like, I can't remember who you said that there were the the highlight of the album was someone featuring. And I'm like, no, you can't say that. But fucking hell, the highlight of this album is the fucking verse of the year. R.J. Payne on a uh, on on here on threat is the most ridiculous verse I've heard, heard this year. Um, maybe Shea Cotton is, might be up there as well. But um, yeah, just on album. Did that, that, have, you, have you heard that track? Have you heard that? Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't like the actual beat, but I like RJ Payne. So yeah, I was there cause, cause for it's kind RJ of, It's kind of a, set, a slow beat. And, yeah, uh, too slow. Jojo, Jojo Pellegrino absolutely fucking rips it up. And then, um, then, but then RJ Payne comes in with a, it, it's not annoying Eminem too fast double time kind of rapping. It's, um, it's, and look at me, look how fast I can rap kind of thing. But it's, but it is double time in a kind of like, oh shit, I can actually hear every word he's saying. And he's so like on beat. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I wish we could fucking, so play the play fucking music play, I don't, play I don't know. Uh, so we're, enunciation we're not, not, not monetised why are we not playing it like it's not like we're going to get demonetised uh, oh, no, true, we'll true they're going to take the, the fucking no money from us I know uh, I'm just enjoying the fact that enunciation is one of the biggest things for Ray I've I'm, I'm, I'm loved that it is it uh, fucking is pick enunciation why isn't it, why isn't it for, for more people no you've that's really fine you've got me in the past for an, saying enunciation and now you're on the enunciation train <laughs> enunciation is underrated 
Japan. He's yeah, on the enunciation. I've always backed enunciation. But if you're at enunciation, Lloyd Banks is you fucking... Know, you, you know, oh. while I'm on the subject of um, of, of features, Conway on this yes, is... Shooters. His, his, That's his, the best yeah, thing. Shooters, yeah. His, his versus, Conway's verse is so nice on this. Yeah, that is and, so... Um, that, that's Griselda, a highlight for me. Griselda on this. Jojo Pellegrino, never on Griselda. Yeah, the yeah, there you go. never on Griselda and he has... He's paying them, but they're not paying him. Yeah, yeah. Like, they no know what they're way. doing. They know what they're doing. But I was thinking when I was hearing this, all, all right, I kept I'm thinking right is, it. I fucking miss Sean P, man. Sean P on this album would have been the fucking banger. No, Sean P the... making an album and then not getting Jojo Pellegrino. <laughs> that's, that's what I we want. I you know what it is as well? I don't even think he, I don't think it's bad. I, don't, I won't go in there and go, this is bad. I'm just astounded it's top five, where I was like, we're talking about interesting. You keep saying, oh, how interesting. But... I'd infinitely enjoy something that's going to be different. This just isn't different. This is different. generic. This, yeah, generic. this is just nah, it's, so you've general got, you've hip-hop. Got sit, you've got to sit down and do your fucking homework and listen and get, get, on, on all of your albums that you're bringing up. And the mm-hmm. next one, Jambo's already revealed that it's car anyway. But um, just you've you've really got to listen and study and think and you know like it's aggressive it poetry of Haram. And just all, this ridiculous. This is a fucking easy listening um mm. Just, but then my just, five is my five has got easy and there's, and there's jokes and there's like there's there's gangsterism. One of the fucking albums called Butter Fucking Bing is one of the tunes, <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Long Winter, um, Flojo, Let Me Know, all of it is just like. Do you know what I love? You can always trace Ray's entry point. Always. And when you brought RJ Payne, Redman was on there. And I was like, I know where I know Ray's path here. I know how Ray's landed on RJ Payne's Leatherface. And I'm going to talk about Leatherface because that's a fucking one I made notes on. But I was like, to be fair, there's moments on there where you're like, is there a, no that's not RJ Payne there's a guy called Stu Bangers isn't there and it was like Stu Bangers and I was like his name's Stuart Bangers wow and I looked him up and he's fucking huge he's fucking so tonk and I was like you would never rinse him for his name but favourite MC names hit us up creator.com but that, that was on that was on Leatherface sorry I thought that was on this but um there's moments on this where I'll, on Jojo uh, uh, jo Pellegrino where I was just like, yeah, I understand uh, how there might be some tracks off it that you might like, but as an as an album, as a piece of work, you've got easy listening. But your whole al- your five it is easy listening. You've got easy listening. This, Sky Zoo it, maybe this, not, but it's so this it's like maybe it's that's what such a nine is such a nineties hip hop album that's just come out. If I could sum up this album, this is how mm. I put it. Imagine you're the producer of MTV's The Jersey Shore and you need a soundtrack. <laughs> Instantly you go to jo- you go to Jojo Pellegrino. You say, Jojo, we want you to go to Pen and Pixel. Do you remember them doing album covers? Mm. Tone it back a bit. Don't take all the humour out of the album cover. Put a bullet hole in the top right and then have you smoking a cigar and then a bullet coming out of it. <laughs> I mean, that was that was incredible. I kind of here I'm kind of here for that though. It's like, basically was... <laughs> like a 15-year-old school shooter had to come up with an album cover. It's awful. And then yeah. have like lyrics like my girl was wearing Timberlands oh. while I was fucking her. That's what I call knocking boots. Oh, knocking boots, yeah. I know that was Jesus like Yeah, <laughs> the low points so on this bad. are probably some of the worst low points, I and think. And then somehow it's the first ever Ghostface Killer verse that shit that I've ever heard he's managed to get. Yeah, on. It was him really and Ray. Bad. 
him and Ray, I was like, wow. And it's kind of phoned in. I'm not going to be like, I think it is a little bit phoned in. But um, oh, but again, the features, features, you look at the features, you go, oh, but that's what gets you in, isn't it? And then you get disappointed when you hear it. But um, yeah. Crayons. But, eating crayons. It's, eating, I'm sitting there watching Ray eating crayons going, how are you doing this? We've just been to Nobu. We've just been to some of the finest restaurants that you go to. Well, the funny thing is, there's, there's a chain called Fila. And it stands for Fly Italians Live Abundantly. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's shit. good. That's good. So, I'm here for it's that. A, it's, a that good, it's a good track That's as well. looking good. Fly, that on a T-shirt, I'm here for that. If like, but this, me, is, this, is, this is so different from everything else that, that's on, on, you know. But that's what I love when you do bring stuff. I think even last year you brought like, uh, you do bring other stuff that is a bit ransom, more. Ransom. Ransom. People do call it maybe that. general or generic or standardized hip-hop i do understand that it's but I, I it's just battle rap over yeah but I, I i love i equally love some of that absolutely and on my long list i've got a lot of that like zilla well zilla rockers is a bit different but like dj muggs has had a fucking year and a half with american cheese and fucking death and the magician i was surprised that stuff wasn't on there because i was like fuck that's that sounds like it's more what ray's into but obviously not but james uh, everyone Obviously knows not. my number one. Let's go to James's number one. James, your number yeah, one I album. I yours. I'm sorry. I've bought Tyler. Of course, I've bought Tyler. This is. I'm sure this has got to get a better review than uh, Igor because this actually has rapping on yeah. it. And some call me if you beats. get lost. Some, some. It's got some call, great beats on it. Yeah, absolutely. No, call I reckon me if you get Ray lost. likes at least three tracks off of this. Let's find out, what? Ray. Um. Yeah. One. 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 Corso. Is it Corso? Is it Corso in it? It's Corso in it. <laughs> no. Uh, Hot wind blows. Yeah. Oh, okay. Great track. You yeah. Don't yeah. Like Corso, it's a, and and and, it, and it's flute hip hop. So and it's flute hip hop. And it's flute hip hop. There you go so. on the playlist. I'm, yes, I'm it, surprised. I, mean, I thought Corso would have been your one. It's just so raw. Rap. 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 <laughs> yeah, but it's Tyler rap. So. Why hey, Tyler like can Tyler? rap. Tyler can rap. Tyler, Tyler can, can rap. fucking battle, mate. It's, no, it doesn't. It Have doesn't. you not seen his freestyle? Have you seen his freestyle? Fucking hell, man. This guy goes in. He can bring it if he wants to, but he's too busy making Wes Anderson music videos, mate. To, mate, to, he to, will to... teach you how to exfoliate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, lo- I love is, Tyler. So the, the thing is, like, like, I'm not studying everyone's everything. I'm skipping, through, going through an album like, oh, is this cool? I'm, I'm going to give it more time. And I don't. if it doesn't give me that, like, oh, shit, I'm going to let me listen to Car and get, let, analyze every single fucking lyric and what he's coming out of. No, I'm not doing that. I'm doing that. That's why, that's why Jojo Pellegrino gets on, because it's like, oh, fuck, this is easy access, and I'm, I'm enjoying myself. I'm, yeah. I'm happy. I have a smile on my face as I'm, nodding my, as I'm nodding my head down the street. Okay? But, you know, it's just, I, I don't know. Tyler, I had a smile on my face. This, 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 this one, is the Tyler. I had a smile on my face. Yeah, this one was, such was a more enjoyable. Album. I don't want to be, you know, like... Igor, I was like, I'm confused why it's here because it's not hip hop. But um, yeah, it's just got. I mean, it has still got some fucking R and B singy singy stuff. Oh yeah, yeah there's when a you say of that, real, like a couple of tracks that are R and B that I was like, but Tupac and Biggie like, no. and DMX, they were all doing R and B tracks. It's not don't like you a new fucking thing. dare put them in the same. Don't put them in the same. Tupac, Biggie, and DMX. What are you fucking? Tupac, Biggie, and DMX deserve to be in the same category. I think. I think if you talk about them three. Like anyone, they all—they've all had R and B. I'm gonna listen to fucking shit as a DJ. Quick, he went off and fucking did singy song songs, like actual just singing songs on his albums. People always singing do it. Songs. They've always done it. Uh, I don't. Yeah, but yeah it's not always rapped. Yeah, but this has got rap on every. Yeah, this is a, this is a Biggie, I can't think of a track album. where he's just singing. I can't think of a track where he's just singing. Igor obviously was that, but on this it feels like he's going back into his 
into his lyric book, which I, which is what I fucking love. Um, but is there anything else that on Tyler that you had though, uh, Jambo, on this album that makes you put it number one? Like, why is it ahead yeah, of everyone? To me, so- like, there's a the underlying story that he laces through. There's like, for instance, Corso has two verses about like they're just flexing, and then the final verse is about the underlying love story, like the love mm. triangle, and like the way he peppers it in in certain lyrics where like throughout the album where it's not just forced on you as like here's a banger and then here's me doing the love story thing it's peppered throughout it it's a Mm. well-thought album like the beats are summary and great and like like if i'm gonna listen to anyone flexing tyler is entertaining when he does it Mm. and like i just love little like for instance you know sweet and i thought you wanted to dance the sort of way sort of switches into the reggae beat halfway through i hated Mm. that first time round, and that's really grown on me really yeah it has it's just like first time i heard it i was like i can't this is unbearable yeah and then now i'm kind of into it um it's that's, that's the moments I have with it. Like the mo- the high moments are incredibly high, and I'm, yeah. I am including his aesthetic, like his fucking album push, the promo, the fucking music videos, all the package around it. Did you see his Lollapalooza? It. Did you see the first no. like, Corso at Lollapalooza? Put on Corso Lollapalooza, mate. The his performance of that is fucking because that's my track of well, one of my tracks of the year is Corso. Yeah, but he has too, a lot. Yeah. He has a lot of highs. I find this album's got more skips. That's why I didn't make my five. That was just too many skips. Um, and again, race called it R and B, whatever. But it just didn't feel like uh, in the album it didn't sit right. Where I was like, well, I'd, I'm here for this type of Tyler, and now I know he's branching into other things. It just didn't feel like an album that I just would listen to yeah. back to front. So I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm yet to say I, I just it's my most played album. Mm. Um, I just you know there's little there's skits on it that usually I wouldn't like, but like his mom talking. Where yeah. she was like, I'll beat up kids for my kids. <laughs> and then it comes in with the beat for Rise. And you just yeah. can't, you're just walking down the street and you just can't help. It's, it's head nod, not head nod ability. Yeah. You know? it's I like the fact that it. I liked he's gone back there because we didn't know where he was going to go after Eagle. And his career yeah. is so interesting. After Flower Boy, which I think is one of them pivotal albums, you know. When I listen back to Flower Boy now, I can see now why he's here. So I'm interested to see where he goes from this, you know. And, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Tyler is on my long list, uh, probably my 10, I would say. Uh, but yeah, again, one of them albums that just fucking out. What a year. What a fucking year. Uh, so my number one, as we've alluded to, Car, A Martyr's Reward, Bearded Car, Car with a beard now, uh, which is always good. Uh, and just one that I didn't know was coming because he takes a lot, long time usually to drop stuff. And I think a little bit this might be recency bias that it's number one because, um, as I said, I think Mac might be number one but car at the moment it's kind of unfair as soon as it comes on i'm not listening to anything else but car so it's one of them ones that as soon as i heard it um it's just different to what he usually does first of all i was like wow like for the senses of kane there was a theme there was a concept he'd really gone into that whole like journey this is so much looser and a lot more about him just being like i'm gonna put my heart out there my soul out there and make it just more urgent and almost visceral if you know what i mean like it's not like hidden it's like everything's out there and it's relating to a lot more uh, if not intellectual like high art it's more relating to fuck me this is my role this is my role in this game and this is what i've got to do in this game of hip hop uh, to express myself. And he talks about how he used to be as a kid. And it used to come to him. Like I used to get my news from this music and you'd be like, yeah, shit. Like I can imagine that being a thing. And now when he listens to music, 
hip hop, he's not getting that news as much. He's getting other things that aren't relatable to him. And that's what I found was so much more relatable about this album to about he needs, car. He needs more JJ Pellegrino in his ass. He clearly oh. does. He clearly he clearly does. But oh, it's does. it's for me it's the I kind of like the fact that he sheds the heaviness on themes and he goes more into his own place, like his own home in art and his purpose, which is fascinating about what purpose do you serve in this rap game now, Car? Like you've kind of sunned loads of MCs. Hearing Navy Blue on here was fucking amazing. And it was like, yes, this is that, this is where, you know, the dad, you said it earlier, what did you say, right, uh, Jambo, uh, last year, where it was like, it's like Car's son is Navy yeah. Blue. And hearing Car, them on a track. Car is like, Car's been in the drug game for years. Uh, he's made, he made his money. And like, now he's rapping and he's had his son and his son doesn't have to do the drug game. He just has to be like, emotional and a bit emo. And that's, yeah. That's Although I don't, think, I don't think Car... I don't think car is about drugs, is it? It's, I think cars are more about the 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 the. the but he would like a lot of his the lyrics are about back in the day and like yeah, the hardships the of growing up and like and he I did he did sell drugs right that's like I, I don't know if he, I don't know if he actually did because I know he's a fireman. There's a lot of drugs. There is drugs talk on it. And stuff, yeah, yeah, but. there might. Yeah, but again, obviously, you're talking about your community and where you've come from. But I think like when you hear stuff like um, and again, don't be a sample snitch, but I think on everybody up. He samples my favourite Led Zeppelin song. It's I could I heard it straight. I was like, "Fuck, man, is that um Tangerine?" And I don't know if it is or not, but it fucking sounds like it. And the fact he flips a guitar sample like that makes me think, even if he hasn't got a theme, he's just fucking going in there with the production. I know Preservation's on here as well. And Subtle is such a fucking odd song. It's so odd where as soon as it starts, like, who raps over this fucking beat? And he's like, I fucking do. That's what I fucking do. And bang, it might be a task, but he just fucking talks about, I think he even talks about his love life on there. And you're like, yeah, like, what's he, I'd stayed anonymous if prominent was pure. That was another line where I was like, fuck, what was that? I'd have stayed anonymous if prominent was pure. Again, these things that stick in you and make you just think about the music. And I'm not saying like, raise that, study every line. I ain't got time to do that. I'm editing a fucking podcast with two episodes a week. Like, I ain't got time to be studying. What it is, is it sticks in your head. And I notice there's another one, which I know where he's like, cops got us under the microscope to make us see cells. No, my vitamin was iron, but now I want a B12, B12. And you're like, what? What's that? And these things, even though they're very, they could be very simple metaphors, the similes are very deep and you just like having them in your head around the day. And um, yeah, for me, it was just like, Carl... I don't know, there's just not many people that do this who are mysterious, um, deliver fucking gold like on almost every project. I can't think of one weak car project. Uh, I know people out there have said this is the weakest one because um, it's not got that theme, it's not high art and all that. And I was like, would I prefer to wait two or three years for another car project or hear him talk about how fucking angry he is about all this shit that's stolen from him and he wants it back? And that's the shit where I was like, yeah, I fucking prefer that to be fair. So that is my album of the year at the moment. Car, Martyr's Reward. Uh, Raymond, I know your shit is usually there. It's shit is usually there. Any Anything else to go with it's shit? <laughs> I don't think it's you think just, it's shit, do you? You don't think it's shit? Nah, I just, I feel like he's, um, he's fucking, he's Eeyore. He's just moaning. <laughs> yeah, that is true. He is a little bit. That's he's all definitely, he is. That's, yeah. Then that's what I had. Like he's Eeyore, like Navy Blues, like Eeyore's, Eeyore's son, and like Baldy James. Like all of them. They're just, they're just all fucking different versions of Eeyore. I just, I don't know. I what just, do you mean moaning? What do you mean moaning? What's he moaning about? 
he's just talking about it like uh, it's not an upbeat shit album is it he's not talking about well, how much no, he loves life but, it, but art he? doesn't always have to be upbeat does it <laughs> I know that didn't art had to be upbeat like it does for me okay Jojo right. we, we, we're going around in circles on this Let's part aren't we we've talked Jojo about Jojo Pellegrino uh, my thoughts year. on car is this is a bit of a lighter listen than Descendants of Kane not 100%, much but it's, yeah. it's a few shades a lighter lighter listen Jesus <laughs> yeah no oh, yeah, I think Descendants of Kane is a lot heavier I need to be able to put car on like you say and not I don't want to, be able to study it I just want it to like like ear, earworm in his little like phrases because he's so good he's so good this is another Darren Aronofsky album where he's so good mm. but like you, it needs the beats need to be somewhere where they're not just me feeling miserable like I need to be, you know just just take it to mid-level where i can just put yeah. it on and it's, enjoy the beat and it's a bit it's more misery it might be, it, it might be good misery well done but it's, yeah. it's misery I, don't know. I think it's a good album but again it's one that like and as with descendants of Cain, i've listened to that and i was like this is fucking amazing but have i banged it since oh i have Not I, really. I think a little bit of this me putting car number one here was that i'd now think descendants of Cain was best year best album of 2020 because i listened to it that much and i'm like Fuck. so i won 2020 yeah, yeah so i think you might have won 2020, I won, as well, I won yeah. 2020 so i think i think descendants of Cain might be number one but i mean we're gonna get to the end of the year and this might be number one might be number two might not even be the fight imagine if it's raised number one by the end uh, of the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah imagine that uh, he's just come on, around and he's really miserable and he's come round to it yeah i see you car <laughs> well guys I, I appreciate you bringing these people out there. Hit us up with your thoughts on these albums. What does Car bring to you? Misery? <laughs> what does Jojo Pellegrino bring to you? There you go. Depth. But that's what we want, right? Crayola. So this- Crayola. Crayola. <laughs> but before we do jump off, I'd love for you guys to hit us up in the YouTubes and obviously email whatever socials about this, but also some honourable mentions, man, because as we said, there has been some amazing albums that have come out. Evidences, Unlearning Volume 1 is fucking brilliant. Zilla Rocker, Big Vegas, big up, great album. Talked about DJ Muggs and Hologram American Cheese. Mad Lib, sounds, Sound Ancestors, Smooth and Jello Point Amongst Wolves. La Orange, The World is Chaos, But I Feel Better. All these things that have come out, just big up everyone uh, for just fucking delivering this year, man. And yeah, on to the next one. In the end of the year, we will sum this up and maybe even make it a live chat so Ray has to answer some of the public questions, which I can't wait. Can't wait for that. So yes, Patreon is coming, by the way. So yes, sign up to the newsletter, crate808 at gmail.com and at crate808.com. Just go on there and just check us all out. Guys, anything to add about 2021? And hip hop, Pheromons is thirteen. Sorry, forgot about that one. That's another one I've been rinsing. What, what, what? Anything for you guys? Any, anyone else who's coming on for an interview that we need to put their album? <laughs> oh, in mate, I, I, have, I, <laughs> I, I wish I could get Lloyd Banks, mate. I want Lloyd Banks. But uh, yes, lads, anything else from twenty twenty one that's got you going, or you enjoying this year? I mean, well, Ray's got a lot of bangers on his list. Yes. Oh yeah, the, the bangers. The, 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 yeah, we're going to go into the end of the year. End of the year. Yeah. This, bangers. Let's. I mean, we could just talk for, forever about it. But one thing that can't can't go past without mentioning is Jadakiss, Obviously. Oh, obviously mate, the, MVP. Obviously, MVP. Obviously the the verse, yeah, that's it. Yeah, MVP. That's Apparently, it, West Side Gun's going to do an album with Jadakiss. I heard this. I heard this. Do you know that? Do you think I'm I love that? I'm there for that. Do you know what I've heard about West West Side as well? Like he'll he'll put these little Easter eggs in. So you know the uh, pray for pray for Haiti album cover, like it's like this kind of basket art thing, 
and someone put it on Twitter where they were like, oh, have you noticed how Prave Paris and that yeah. had the similarities? I was like, oh, fuck, I completely missed that. And he was like, yeah, this shit goes over people's heads at times. And I'm like, shit, like you're actually playing on that level as well. So he's really thinking about the full package, and which is something I think Jada Kiss could fucking really do with, is someone doing that with him. So, yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I have one that. more thing to say. I wanted to bring Donda just to see Ray I thought we were going to get, we get away with that Donda and Drake. I can't. There's nothing on that album. There's only like there's two tracks that I like on it. It is not a good album. So yeah. I, even I couldn't have bought it for the laughs. Yeah, I, I mean b- both both the same, aren't they? It's just like they both do what they do. It's like all oh, right. So Drake's done, and I, I love how this hate for Drake. And I was like, this is his last three albums. <laughs> this is exactly what he does. It's like I've not even what? listened to I, Drake's yeah. just appalling. Oh, do you know what is no, interesting? He's definitely been hearing Rock Marciano because if you listen to the opening track. He's rhyming like Rock Marciano. And you're oh like, God, I've got him. Now I'm going to have to listen to it just to... Yeah, just but it's because I, 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 I hadn't heard the um, album. Nicholas yeah, Craven uh, was like, Drake... I think he had to. I think there was quite a few people tweeting about Drake listening to rock. And I was like, what? And that's why I went in. And to be fair, it's, it's been on the house because it's just easy, isn't it? It's just easy to listen to. But it's the same as usual. Um, but yeah, there you go. There is our wrap of the mid-year end of September uh, album reviews. Uh, these will be going out to you guys. Hit us up on crate808.com on all our socials. I don't know if, we we didn't actually what? save a section to be like track of the year, but Shea Cotton by King Crooked. It's just have you heard that beat? The West Coastness of that beat. I've yeah. heard that though. We've had a West have Coast you, year, as you whoa, know. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You album. haven't heard it. You haven't heard Shea Cotton. So. Don't think so. No, Man, you should pause it, and listen to it now, and then react. Okay. <laughs> should we do that? I'm up for doing that. No, lit- literally, do do okay. it. Okay. Okay. Just put the beat on. Let's just listen to it. Just King Crooked. Anything to make it longer, isn't it? It's not oh, he's my on a podcast I've seen. It's not my favourite uh, type Ooh. of West Coast beat. This is like Dre before 2001. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. Sounds good, Ray. <laughs> It does sound good. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. I, have, I, have, I need time to really go in. Yes, it's, it's ridiculous. Good. And the track, the track is just. I mean, it's just. It's just him rapping. And there's some like there's a ridic- there's some ridiculous lines in there. The yeah. Anyway, we'll, I, we'll, I go, we'll, we'll, we'll be going into bangers of the year for the end of the year for sure. Absolutely. So yes, big yourselves up, lads. Thank you for bringing that flavour. Fig, fig myself up. I was saying, big yourself up. But if you oh, do, do you enjoy a fig, like, fig, fig yourself up. Do go get a fig and enjoy the fig as well if you want to. Underrated, I would say. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Lads, on to the next one. I shall catch you soon. And yeah, there we go. Nice one. Boom. Live long, Bye. Live, Bye. Live long, and, live long and prosper. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I'm doing it. Peace. <laughs>